the new Bay Hub podcast. Get, get, get the deep area vibe. Mike, check. Check, check. One, two, one, two. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Here we go. We're good. Yeah, 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 y'all. What's up? Uh-huh. This is DJ Hella Good, a.k.a. Domingo, a.k.a. Actually, no, I'm not. That is my name. Domingo Lee Reynolds, a.k.a. Spider, a.k.a. Chachi Harlem, a.k.a. Peanut Head, a.k.a. <laughs> Reggie Miller Reggie the Third, Miller. a.k.a. David Justice <laughs> Vaguely, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Conehead, Bonehead, a.k.a. Singo, wow. a.k.a. Pringo. AKA Mango Domango Flamango. Um That's the most of And my man. Man, you should have <laughs> let me go first. I'm only got, it's Neil. <laughs> it's Neil. It's me. <laughs> we got we got a special guest here and um I had a I had what? Turn me down. Oh, turn you down bit. just a little bit. Yeah. No problem, bro. Sorry. You loud. Oh, actually, no, let me turn my mic down. How about that? That might be better. Okay, cool. All right. So if you think I had a lot of AKs, the guest that we have here today has a gang full of AKs. And there's a lot of AKs I'm probably going to miss. But I'm about to list these AKs for you, Neil. You're about to learn some shit. All right. I wrote them down. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot. Like, uh, (laughs) okay. So the guest we have here today is a dear friend of mine. I've known him since I was like 10 and uh, probably younger. And um, we grew up together. we uh, partied together. We celebrated together, snowboarded together. We done hella shit together. Um, and continued to do stuff together. Um, we performed, made music together. Um, he's one of my dear, dearest friends. Um, and I hold him very, very dear to my heart, man. Like, it, this, dude's, this dude's the shit. And uh, he's uh, well known as uh, Jacko. I call him Jacko. <laughs> Um, like Uncle one. Bucket from his uh, family, call him Uncle Bucket. Niece, yeah. uh, Mark Wahlberg Jr. <laughs> wow. Football head Stewie. Uh, Pale face, the supplanter. <laughs> yeah. Eon Flex. Celsius Seven. Uh, he was known as a Brazilian number one Brazilian speedo model. Okay. Um, certified cake maker. Damn. Uh, Smooth Rick, like the Chosen. Name. I like that name right there. And his side Rick Perseus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he went roaming on his side Rick Perseus. Uh, the one and only, the grand, the grandeur, uh, the talented, the powerful Jacob Gordon Battersby. <laughs> What's up? What's up, dog? What's up? I'm glad you came through, up, man. Me too, man. I'm glad to be here. Happy to be here. It's been, uh, I mean, obviously, this uh, we're coming up on the anniversary in January. Mm-hmm. January 1st is when we had our first episode. Nice. Um, we're at 30, I wow. believe. This is 30, 30th episode, that, I think, or 31st. I something think. like that. Something like something that. Like that. <laughs> we have some episodes that we haven't released yet, which right. I will do today. Thank you for reminding me, Neil. <laughs> oh, anytime. Anytime. You read um, my mind. But this, this, uh, I've been wanting to have you guys, like you and like Dan over and like the homies, because um, uh, we have a lot of history together. And um, 
I'm just excited, man. It's actually um, you can you can come through any time, man. Like I have a feeling this is gonna be he's gonna be our regular. You know, That's if you're so like you if you guys have a regular. You don't, you we had Jenny twice yet, right? We yeah, had we Jenny. did Jenny twice. It's like a little side. Jenny Bregman came through okay. last week, yeah. so that, that was our was first um, guest ever. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, repeat. so we wanted to have that shit in cool. rotation. Yeah. yeah. Shouts out to Jenny. Um, so, just a brief. Um, obviously, you know that Jake's my fam, and um, he's multi-talented. So. I guess just currently right now you're making beats, you're making beats, and you've always been musically inclined. Um, but uh, let's talk about that because uh, he's deep. I mean, we've we've been in a we have a huge musical history like Psychokinetics. We we uh, founded that band, and then we also created another band called Calrissian. Mm. You know about that one? It's right, like right. a '70s hip hop lounge uh, theater group. It's insane. But like um. You're currently you're making beats, and so um, what do you what do you use as your platform for right now? Um, I've just been using GarageBand. That's what I have on my computer. And Domingo and I were talking about it a little bit when I first came in, but it's, yeah, we've made a lot of music together. But it's always been lyrical mm -hmm. and as performers writing lyrics and getting that out, and yeah. never really took the time to learn how to actually produce beats and record myself. It was always just kind of like we were so in the throes of like, I gotta say this, I gotta get this out and right. writing that we were feverish for a really long time, you know, just like, I gotta say this shit, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, it wasn't until the pandemic, man, that I was, I was like, all right, I gotta learn something new. I'm homeschooling my daughter. I'm damn near going crazy. You mm -hmm. know, loving it at the same time, getting to spend that much time with her. Mm -hmm. It was, there was definitely, a, a special special bond that got formed with us um anyways yes yeah, so i was like okay i'm gonna learn something new so i started playing with garage band which is very basic but i figured that like if i learned that and i got really into it i would upgrade to a bigger uh program but honestly garage band is dope it's pretty simple like yeah, yeah and it, it, it was a steep learning curve but I, I feel like it's really clicking now so i've just been i've been making a lot of instrumentals but not just beats like repetitive like same thing over and over like real what i'm going for is soundscapes and cinematic shit that changes rooms and changes moods and you know mm. just like real pieces right, right? and that's just because that's the kind of stuff i enjoy and i'm like all right i've said more than enough words in my life like <laughs> all the lyrics and the freestyles like dude just like so many songs and we used to write like six minute songs yeah and shit. like people should have said like all right chill let's just do three minutes right, like, right. yeah we used so to go many in. words dude we used to go in but that was a lot of passion that went absolutely. into that young passionate absolutely hungry absolutely you know yeah so i don't blame y'all doing six minutes yeah it was you know and it wasn't like we were trying to make hits and get on the radio right, we, right. it was just like that it was even like a, for me a matter of survival you know it was like i gotta get this shit out of me or i'm gonna implode you mm -hmm. know at that age so it was like really helpful and therapeutic yeah um and so yeah with with what i started doing during the pandemic um i just want to make instrumentals and like let your mind wander to them and and have them be like their own little movies in a way certain ones and then some straightforward things but just been plugging in in the morning when i wake up if i get a chance to i get my coffee and it's quiet in the house put on my headphones and started doing that at first 
and the learning curve was steep. I sucked at just I was real clumsy with the program, but now I'm starting to feel like it's really clicking. So what my mind can conceive of, I can actually manipulate technically as I do it. You know, yeah. so that's now I'm like I've been sharing them with Domingo and it's other addictive, people more it? because now I'm like I think I'm actually getting this. Yeah. Um, do you are you at the point sometimes you're you're sleeping and you like come up with some some kind of formula for a beat? Sometimes, yeah. That used to happen to me a lot with lyrics. Um with uh with um with the instrumentals, yeah, I'll hear sounds and then you know, like you realize that it could um it would lay well as the first, you know, piece or sample that you could have. It's like I'll get ideas outside of it. Uh, but in general, you know, it's like I just start with the drums. I got myself a little MIDI keyboard. What are you? Uh, so what are you playing on? I got an Alesis 49. So Alesis, yeah, classic. Yeah. Is that good? I don't know. That's dope. No, that's. A, I mean, it's a throwback. That, that's it? a classic yeah. brand, you yeah. know. So they have, they have, uh, the one I have has 49 keys and like six or eight drum pads. So nice. That's what I really wanted to do to be able to hit the drums, yeah. like, you know. And some knobs, and yeah, I I know how to use about fifty percent of it, but it's enough yeah. to get by, you know, and, and to do what I want to do. So, do you lock your uh, you sync your uh, time time code? Is that what that is? A time code where like it's quantize? on the quantize? No, like I don't use quantize because I remember you used to be so offbeat when you yeah. used to make beats. Oh, you were like, dun, 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 yeah. like, dun, dun, like totally yeah. AS, like yeah. on the AS. You have on. to learn, man, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, you slam the keys. And I remember, like, you would hit these these notes. Like, you had melody. Like, you always had a knack for the melody. You're like, oh yeah, and it go. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, right. Like on eye contact. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Or the bass on "Easy as It Looks." One of our songs is super heavy. Heavy, yeah. Deep and like. <laughs> um, I don't like to quantize things now, and and people out there listening, quantizing is basically like if you if you play something an instrument on on a keyboard or a drum machine whatever and you're playing it within this timeline you might be off beat a little bit you might be out of sync but you can quantize it the computer will lay it in perfectly yeah but sometimes it takes away the magic of it what does. you did because everything doesn't need to be perfectly on beat right so like what i'll do is if it sounds good to me i'll leave it I don't really like to quantize. Sometimes it'll fuck it up. Like I'll make something, I'm like vibing, and then I quantize it. I'm like, Ugh, yeah, no. right. It totally How takes the, the timing and the right. feel off of it. I think the person that did it the best was, uh, and I started understanding it later, was Jay Dilla, because he, he would have like these offbeat right. stuff, and like it felt live. Right. Like it didn't feel like it was uh -huh. like synthesized. Uh -huh. It was like live and like not perfect. You know, right. it was like yeah. organic, like really organic and like clunky a little bit i and like that it's dope i like that. yeah your layering is really good dude so uh, yeah i was Thank hearing you. i haven't heard the latest one the uh, the one you just taxi i think it's oh, called right, yeah, i haven't heard that one jazzy one so yeah i, I finally just decided like i, I look to, to answer your question in short neil i know you stepped away for a second i do sometimes get ideas like when i'm sleeping i'll wake up and you know write down an idea for you know some kind of a sample or mm -hmm. when i want to use a sound or yeah or just hear it out and about i walk around and i hear some it's like uh, I start to skew my lens to take in that kind of stuff. Kind of like I think if you were a comedian or something, you're mm -hmm. always looking for the funny stuff, right? right? The tag. Right. I'm listening for like melody within like everyday life. So and, and it's I've addicting. Been, it is for sure. You start hearing, you're like, oh, that would be a good sample, mm -hmm. or I could chop that up, or you know, whatever. Yeah. So a little bit. Anyways, yeah. So I, I've been doing that, and it's been great. It's been like during this crazy ass going on two years we've had. 
It's been that that and uh, little small doses of weed gummies been hey. keeping me feeling all right. Hey, but, uh, the true so medicine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Man, it became man. a medicine to me during this time. I absolutely. love it. Man, that weed that weed gummies, man. They, you know what they do? It does. You know how you smoke weed and it hits you, right? That, right away. Those edibles, man, they take their time. Oh, yes. yeah. It's a long ride. Man, it takes its time. I, I remember eating a whole brownie, right? Oh. And I, I bit it. And I was like, all right. It's tasty. This is No, but I'm like, it, it hasn't hit me. No. Nah, so I took another bite. And I was like, and I waited. Oh. And I was like, it didn't do nothing. The classic. Dude, yeah. I became a, zo- a fucking zombie. Yeah. I became like <laughs> walking dead. Yeah, that'll get you. Oh, man. Dude. Be careful. And then you can feel it creeping up. Oh yeah, and you can't do nothing about oh, it. Yeah. But just take it. You gotta surrender. Yeah, you, yeah. Surrender. I think I took I took an elder bowl that my friend Rashab. Shout out to Rashab. I work with in at Tesla, and uh, he was like, "Dude, let's go to the you know the dispensary in in San Jose. There's some really cool shops." I was like, "Cool." He was like, "Dude, let's try this one." He was like, "I tried it the other day. It like had me blast." I'm like, "Dude, I don't want to get blast. You know, yeah. I don't want to take off, dude. Yeah. I just want a nice mellow thing." Right. He's like, "Dude, trust me, take it." And I took it, <clears throat> and I took it during uh, the kids had school, so there were I was doing Zoom, and it was on my day off, and uh, you know right. I had to be parent in between the two, and so I took it, and it started creeping up on me, and then I started getting the sweats, oh, no. and I started getting like anxiety starting to pop <laughs> up, dude, and then I I got blurry, my vision got blurry, oh, and damn. I was starting to really be concerned. So I ate something. I thought it was like I didn't eat or whatever, but no, it was like I ate. I had plenty of water, and it got so bad where I trapped myself in the bathroom. Uh oh, we know where this goes. No, no, it wasn't that. No, no no praying. (laughs) But I was at the sink. I was at the sink. Like, oh Lord, help me, please. Neil doesn't even know about the prayer stories. No, I don't know if you want to talk. about Oh yeah, I mentioned it maybe once or twice. But yeah, we were talking about. We want to talk about it. We remember we were talking about. I was like, yeah, when we have Jake on there, we'll talk about it. Yeah, so definitely we'll talk about it. All right, I gotta tell the this one. Wait, not yet. No, no, not yet. Go, sorry. So one class. it got so bad. Luckily, it was towards the end of the day. There was like the last classes and stuff. And I was like, Aria was asking me questions. And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I was just zoning out. And so I trapped myself in the bathroom. And I called Janet. And I was like, look, I'm, I don't feel well. You know, like. You didn't say I take. I, I don't feel well. Like something. I ate something or something. <laughs> and I just stayed. And so I stopped parenting <laughs> for like a good hour. I just, just like couldn't hang. I couldn't hang, dude. And yep. I was like, oh no, this is not yeah. good. This yeah. is not good. Right, it was the right. worst, man. I, I don't like being high around my kid at all because yeah, I just want to be on point. So yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Can't. Can't. I can't like yeah. yeah. But I can only imagine. I feel like I've had something on the precipice of that before. I was like, oh no. I took more than I like. I just oh, want man. the little wavy gravy, like to right, change right. the perception a bit. Yeah. And being like, I fucked up. Yeah, I can't <laughs> be a good parent right now. It's not cool. <laughs> I stopped. Yeah. Like I, I made that mistake have... once, and that was it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. You gotta be careful, man. You know, hey, one time I ate a gummy, and it took three hours until it kicked in. So I went to bed. We came from a casino, right? Yeah. I went to bed. I even forgot I had it. And you know how you turn yeah. over because you're restless and you turn over. Yeah. And then you wake up like for a split second. Uh-huh. So all of a sudden, because I'm supposed to go play basketball in two hours. Yeah. It's early in the morning. And boom, it hits me. Uh-oh. And dude, I forgot that I even had the gummy. So I'm thinking, I'm like, is this how it feels before you die? Uh-huh. 
You I'm thought you were going to die. Man, I didn't know what the oh, fuck dude. was going on. Yeah. I was rubbing my face. Okay, and patient. you had still forgot about it at that yeah, point? Yeah, so you yeah. Stood, okay. And I'm like talking to oh, yeah. just little, um, like, <laughs> Motis. Like, what the fuck is going on? You're talking to a Motis, like a painting or something? No, it's a dog. The, oh, a dog. dog. Oh, okay, you're talking to the dog. Well, because it could understand you. Well, course, I, you know. Shit, when you at that point yeah. in my you, frame, you were on the you're talking to anybody who listens, right? right. <laughs> and I'm I'm pacing back and forth, like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, Dude, somebody, somebody spiked my drink. I didn't even remember, and so I woke my girl up. I said, hey, girl, I'm thinking I'm close to death. <laughs> I'm going to die. I, 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 I guess this is how this shit feels. Yeah. Help me. Help me. She was like, uh, uh. She, I'm, I was getting angry. I was like, bitch. You're like, you don't even care? Yeah, I'm like, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> well, at my funeral, this is, you, you just going to say, well, my last words. Uh, <laughs> and so she bitch. reminded me. She reminded me, so I started putting water on my face. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, okay. But it, like, it That's took, like, like, a while, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it stays in you. It stays in you. It does. I will say, man, I used to feel that same way. And thank <laughs> God now for, once you, it's like, who said walk straight, master your high? Was it Slick Rick? The oh, wow. Oh, right? walk straight, master your high. I felt like once I was, now that we can dose things, mm -hmm. I know exactly what strain I like. I know yep. exactly, yeah. I only need a quarter, know and I can limit. take that, and I'm cool. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, know your limits. Because right. when we were kids, even if you're like, I mean, I heard I never smoke weed at all, ever, but I heard about it from other kids. Mm -hmm. My mom's listening. <laughs> um, you know, you didn't know what you were smoking. Right. People gave it to you. They're like, yeah, I could have smoked rock. Yeah. You know, I had no idea what it was laced with. Sometimes mm -hmm. you'd be like, why do you keep going back to that one spot in Oakland? Because they had the fire. It was like, Some who of it knows was, what was on it? Right. They were spraying right. Lysol on it. Or oh, something. yeah, laced. But, dude, but at least, yeah, thankfully now we know what we're doing. And I can finally say I enjoy eating a little bit of gummy. And it's medicine to me now, man. I was telling D, like, yeah. it heals my heart. It makes me more loving That's at times. Up. I'll start stretching. Right. I'll inevitably be like, I love it. Depending on how much I take, right? And mm. usually, like I said, I, I, I don't want to be with my kid. I like to be by myself so I can go willy nilly. I'll go on a long bike ride and I come across thoughts like, you know what? I've been meaning to call this friend for a long time. I'm going to call him right now. Right. Like back burner things, right. yeah. start right. receiving and doing. And dude, it, so much good comes out of it now for me because I also don't do yeah. it every day. Yeah. It's like mm -hmm. I'm giving respect to the plant. Right, know, right, you know? right. That's yeah, like ayahuasca. Yeah, you respect the, the plant. Right. That, and that's what made me think of it because when we had our experience, that yeah. it made me start looking to these other things with mm -hmm. respect as well, being like this is a plant right. medicine. You're doing going to the well every day. You're eventually like... It, you know, that's why I think I stopped enjoying it as a kid because I was doing it so often. Right, right. Eventually, I just felt like an idiot. But whereas you can draw wisdom from it, these mm -hmm. plant medicines, if you're respectful to them, I think. You no, know? I so, feel yeah, you. yeah. I feel and you. I'm glad to be an adult now and have that outlook. You know? Yeah. And you're a professional now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Real, because when you, Years. when you are a young kid, it's kind of like you, it's, everything's an experiment. You don't know how, where it's gonna take you. How many drunken nights have you had that you didn't you didn't remember the next day? Oh too, man, too many. And we yeah. could have died. Like it felt like oh, it felt absolutely. like we're on the brink of death. Mm -hmm. We're lucky, dude. Very lucky. We, we did, man. We, we did so much crazy shit. Yeah. As I'm sure a lot. I of bet y'all did. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's the best thing is nothing bad happened. You Thank know. God. Think about this. Now when I drive and my, my fucked up like drinking or something. Which is bad, people. Yes. But you know, if I ain't going, if I can't stay the night at somebody's house or whatever, or I'm at a bar, 
Think about when you were younger, in your 20s, how when y'all used to just go home with no no kind of like... Dude. No I was the driver, like, dude. dude. I, was a, I was designated drug driver. Right. right. I remember like taking these... on drugs? Yeah, like being See? on, like blasted, like from a rave or something. Right, I was yeah. the driver. Oh so I remember one time I was actually with Sonia. Holy shit. Sonya no, she Hagen. was driving. She was driving that Shout one time. Shout out Sonia Hagen. Yep. Um, I just remember being so high and like my eyes were shaking from left to right, left to right. right. And it's like trying to focus so, so hard. And it was like, oh my God, I have yeah, like see. all these friends with me. Like I got to focus, dude. It was the worst. We're so lucky. That worst. It wasn't, like we weren't in jail or people got killed. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel very fortunate. Yeah. Completely. We all did that. Yeah. We, so when we were young and had like a lot of energy, like during the work week, rolling out to San Francisco and going buck. Yeah. Coming home at two in the morning, yeah. driving, yeah. driving, being dumb. Straight Don't dumb. do it. Don't Wait, do the it. crazy part. It's not like worth we're, it. We're older, right? So you now are. if you get I fucked up, you can't, you can't go. To, it's so tough to go to work the next day. Oh, like oh you, dude. It's all week. I'm yeah, jacked. Yeah, you you feeling it all week. Like when you was younger, both of y'all, because y'all used to kick it. Y'all would like come home at four o'clock in the morning. Like, damn, I got to go to work in two hours. And y'all were able to do it. It's going to be rough, but It'd you're going to make it. You yeah, make you're going to make it. Right. Yeah. Make it through. That's the worst. Oh, it man, I hate it. I don't even, to be honest, man, I know I'm sipping a little saucy right now with you mm-hmm. guys, but like, I don't even like to drink anymore that much, man, because yeah. it just makes me feel so lethargic, even the littlest bit. And I think my tolerance is so much lower now. Mm-hmm. But like, And I think it's also, too, having a kid, like the, how much I value sleep. So mm. it's like the littlest bit I could get, even if I drink a little bit of alcohol, it throws me off. Yeah. Right. If you don't right. enter REM, then you're not going to get yeah. rested, right? So I've noticed now, that. It's same thing. We're just getting mature and older. Like, that's nah, not worth it. You right. Know, right. Body is changing. And like, I'll have like a beer like on Friday and I'll feel it the next day. That's crazy. And I'll drink tons of water and like I'm on my water now. Like I'm doing, I'm taking like hydro, like electrolyte pills and stuff and drinking right. a lot of water alkaline alkaline water like that's all i drink is that with batteries in it <laughs> yeah double a <laughs> 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 but i'm on my shit but i'll still feel it like um yeah. it'll be all week i'll feel yeah. off and now i'm upping my vitamins and i'm trying to like take care of myself that's good, man. i think as we get older well most of us are more in tune of like what's worth the pain or the repercussions the next day mm-hmm. and then knowing how to handle it yeah. you know like now like we have all this technology now we can actually heal ourselves you know or at least you know not be in so much pain and suffering right. <laughs> the next day right. like there's right. some there's IV like right. we can take IVs right. now like people go to Vegas and get an IV like my cousin was telling me about like these pills like I can take IV pills or something That's crazy. See, saline or something some oh, shit really? yeah huh. I heard about the like, the drips, the the vitamin drips you can get. You know, like you could go big and go get a drip with all sorts of. Uh, you'll actually plug you in. And yeah. Oh no way. Bloodstream. Huh? Yeah, they have a spot by yeah. Lake Merritt. You could do that. It's kind of expensive. Plug you in. I'm sure it, it is. But it basically, like, I was thinking that would be a dope invention back in the day. And granted, it's probably good. It isn't because it would enable all of us to just go buck, buck. right, do right. too much, right? Not have to pay the consequences. But what if you went to sleep at night? And you just plugged in, and it cleaned your blood while you slept. So right. you woke up, you're like, ah, totally refreshed. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> wake up with a morning blast to the nose. So it's a needle Invincible. in your arm. Invincible. It's yeah. a needle in your arm, right? Yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't be able to do that. You so couldn't like, do it. I turn too much. 
Oh, that shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you would have They'd to have tape to your arm. Yeah, bro, I to, to, like, yeah. Hang handcuffed to the bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just on a rotisserie. And just yeah. turn <laughs> exactly, man. I can't I can't do it. I would sleep way too wild. They would have to figure something yeah. out for yeah, all you rascally rabbits. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. yeah. Sure. So now, like um, I just got a um shots out to my cousin. <laughs> he gave me a, an eighth of shrooms. So um, I've been microdosing. So I did that um, two weekends ago. I did it um, last weekend, and I, I I had such a good time. It was like really small, but like um, now that's a thing. That's like people are like actually microdosing their um, like shrooms. Isn't or, that like every day though? Like yeah, it's it like an everyday every thing, just yeah. a little bit. But I'm not doing every day. But I just take a little like. During the weekend. Wait, so but, you're um, just a drug addict? You take it every couple of weeks? No, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I mean, I, I got a, I got a bunch of stuff. Like I've stored Let's a go. bunch of stuff. Like Let's go. Eh, no, I, you know, I got a pass today. I don't got to be home until <laughs> seven thirty. That's funny. Sorry, I'm, I'm going into the red on that. Yeah, part. dude, I'm gonna have to bring you on your levels on that no, one. I'm not gonna yell like that again. <laughs> no, do it, man. Just Jeez. step back. Just step that's back. That's happiness right there. Just step 7:30. back. Seven <laughs> thirty. Shit, that's, that's happiness right. right there, dude. I'm telling you. I feel you. you. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I, it, like one of the the things too. It's a hall pass. I have one kid, but it's just like the the appreciation it's given me to get that free time away. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're like, it's, they like, take a lot you of your really time. soak it in. I get two hours. I'm like, ooh, right, yeah. that's right. A lifetime. They take a lot of they take a lot of your lifetime right there, man. Yeah, a lot of many hours. Give and take. Just, sure. most but it's funny time. though, man, because you know what? How how old is your girl? She just turned seven. Hey. See, you know the f cool part about it is, shouts out to Esme. you get to see like the evolution of her Dude, from a baby doing some crazy shit. It's amazing. Like discovering stuff to seven, trying to kind of outsmart you, but you're like, oh, that's cute. Talk you know what I'm saying? Talking, talking back. Talking back. Yeah. No. Ooh. No, it's the best, man. Yeah. I mean, it's the most challenging and the most beautiful reward rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. And I'm thankful, you know, if I don't have another kid, if we don't have another kid, like just to be able to experience this once, mm -hmm. I'm so thankful for it, man. Like it's mm -hmm. just, it's That's the best. I love it. I was telling D like, I wish I would have started when I was younger because I don't feel like I like have the capacity to have a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. I just it's so exhausting. And that's what our yeah. parents did. Right. This is crazy. Which I don't know if that made them better parents. I know. I feel like I have so much more to give my daughter because I have that yeah. energy. The capacity. Uh, the, you know. Yeah. I'm sure you dig deep and you make it happen, but I know like when I'm gonna be at my best. Right. And, like I feel like I'm I'm way more at my best how the fuck give now. do you have 30 or 10 kids 10 Ooh. kids and 10 was average and how do you give your time to them I don't you don't I because do. some of the other kids start parenting i mean the yeah young but ones. Right, it's right, still right. but at the same time the kids yeah so they're gonna want that motherly or fatherly yeah. love it's a lot man. it's a lot you have to divide yourself and give that yeah. some people can do it man that's it's amazing like, but granted you don't know what their inner life is going through all that right? right like you you don't know what the juggle is trying to keep your relationship together and healthy and happy yeah. and at the same time being a good parent like, and, uh, so and apart, much to but it. apart from that is actually taking care of yourself oh, too. Absolutely. that's like yeah. a huge yes, one because that contributes to everything else yeah you right. to have that equilibrium you know set and it's it's i mean i'm I'm finding, you know, it's like you're never gonna know until you do it, man. Right. And once you're inside it, you're like, oh, oh. wow. I, I get it. And I think if you're, uh, if you're sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no. If no, you're, no. if you're trying to 
be present and do a good job at it, it's you realize how much it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Because I could be the dad. I'm going to the bar. Right. Da, 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 I'm whatever. dipping. Like, what's up? Don't talk to me. Right, right. But I like, I always feel like I want to give so much more. So maybe I'm overdoing it, you know, sometimes. Maybe we all are. But it's like, I I mean, I, no offense to my dad or my mom, but like, I, I was remarking the other day, I feel like at this point, I feel like I've spent more hours and time with my daughter than I ever had or have That's for sure. with my parents. Wow. And right. my parents got divorced when I was seven. Seven? Gotcha. Right? I was so 12. I think all those years, but I've, yeah. I've spent so much time and so, you know. And right. it goes quick. Yeah, and it's it different goes quick, too. yeah. It absolutely does. But then also too, th- you know, like. It's only one, so it's easier. I mean, not easier, but it's, it's you're able to give her. So just okay. imagine you had three. Right. Now you got to spit your time. You divvy it. You know what I'm saying? So being, it's a, it's some positives being the only child, you know? I think so. You know what I'm saying? It, I mean, there's only a couple of things that probably sucks is... Companion, you, companion like playing with another playing sibling. Playing with another one. Yeah. Having memories when you you know, get older and having somebody there. side by side. Right. But guess what? That's going to be your baby girl forever because... Yeah. Um, you're creating you, memories. You're creating memories, and, and y'all, y'all too. And they remember right. that, especially right. last year during the pandemic. Yeah, it it was a lot of time and really, yeah, challenging, but just beautiful. And and you know, it's different times too, man. It's like our parents, you know, stereotypically were going to be at work, both of them, five days a week, and mm. you had to come home and fit it in. Like now, a lot more people, besides the before the pandemic, working from home, mm-hmm. doing more freelance work so able to give more time to their kids, you know, which which I think is a, a cool thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm i just thankful, man. Mm-hmm. And if this is only once, it's just the best. Dude. You I, cr- I, yeah, I mean, you have full control of, like, the input you can give to them. Like, uh, what kind of information, like... Um, like what there's there's always a learning lesson for both, you know, right. for the parent and the child. Like I learn how to be a better human, right. you know, as raising my uh, my my children with mm-hmm. Janet. But like um, like I had to readjust a lot of stuff. Like when we had Keelan, um, that's when that's when I started like drifting. I was like, OK, I want to be a dad. Like I really wanted to give a lot of my time because we were performing. We were doing a bunch of stuff and we're like. Once Keelan came in, it was like, whoo, everything changed. Right. I was like, oh, wow. And yeah. then I started going back to my dad and like, he, you know, he had, he was touring. And so my dad wasn't there right. as much. And I was like, shit, I don't want to repeat the same Isn't cycle. Interesting? Right. Like right. you had an like opportunity I, to do that. Yeah. Like uh, we had an opportunity to like tour or something, and like take off and do more shows. I was like, ah, oh, no, I want to do this. You're like, like no, I want to ruin this <laughs> for everybody. Right. And be and famous. No, right. Bang right. these right. girls. But uh, isn't it what your early 20s and stuff is like, y'all could correct me. Like when y'all want to be rappers or comedians or whatever, by the time you get you get to a certain age and you ain't there yet, and now you got all these responsibilities, uh-huh. it's it's tougher. That's why I guess it's better to start early, whatever career you're gonna go. Yeah, for, yeah, right? yeah. I think so. Oh, wait, oh start starting early, early, having kids. Early? No, 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 no. Start with a career. Yeah. With a career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by the time you hit whatever age y'all had the kid, right? I don't know. It it kind of slows it up, right? Yeah. Just like you. So priorities, priorities, and, and you don't want to be like how your, you said your pops was. Yeah, 
So, like he said, like, you stopped, you know, in, instantly because you wanted to do, you know, be a dad. It wasn't yeah. quite instantly. No. Like, that was when Calrissian started, but yeah. when, when your boy was born, right, and we, yeah. and we, you know, moved with that. But it was, yeah, you know, it, it, uh, it made sense for it to peter out. You know, mm-hmm. it was like we took different. And that's why I'm thankful that we did everything we did. Oh, my God. Which was way more than I ever thought we would do with music. You yeah. Know, we, D and I first started, we were, like, making little karaoke tapes. Or even before that, just rapping in, like, little ciphers at school. We loved hip-hop. We loved freestyling. We loved, you know. So right. to what we did, I'm, I always kind of, like, analogize. Is that the word? It to... Like, I kept going on this trajectory for a long time because that was what my passion was. I wanted to make music. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to do all these different things. So I went at it. I took the unorthodox. We took the unorthodox route. Yeah. You always had to have side hustles. I had some corporate jobs. I, I right. Regular job. little things to make money. Yeah. Um, but that was our, our main passion. Yeah. And, and I, to the analogy, it's like I felt like I was running alongside a moving train. And, like, at a certain point, I had to decide to jump into the train and go into like a more orthodox way, which is mm-hmm. for me, like I didn't know for sure I wanted to have kids, but in the, in my mind, romantically, I thought I did want to get married and have, you know, yeah. and, and jump into that train. And I felt like I eluded something cause I got away with it until I was like 35 or six right. where I was like making music and touring and traveling and doing voiceover work and just doing all these things that, Society tells you that you're not supposed to do. No, yeah. you're supposed to get a job five days a week. Right, right. Da, 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 get a house. Da, 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 right, right, right. Stuff right. that we're sold. Have right? these kids and. And I felt like I, I like made the getaway and jumped in the train at the last minute and and was like, oh wow, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got a wife and a kid, and and that has its own challenges, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, we I had. I felt like I, I I did it for, and I'm thankful that I had a kid at the time. I did consciously, like this is what we wanted to do. Because I don't think I would have been ready for it mm. at all before. And oh th- you know, God. even though like now it's tiring, probably yeah. if, if I was thirty and I first started having a kid, I would have more energy. energy I'd probably be right. like, let's have six. You know, like oh, <laughs> not wow. really. But it's like where I was in my trajectory and and um I don't think I would have been able to not have wanted to leave the house been like oh what am i missing out on I always yeah felt it like would I have been some kind of yeah something. some kind of resentment you know? when it came about it but now i was ready to like no nah, i want to chill and be at home right, and i want right. to build, build in this way so i was at 35 there's no perfect way to do it no right. you know everyone got a different way but yeah for me it was around that age i was like yep okay yeah let's do it so Time. is your daughter aware of all the talents you got you uh, have oh like, yeah i tell her every good day. question <laughs> you tell her She's every day well aware. <laughs> right no, so no, did, does she really because i i was just about that man that was a great question Neil. because i wanted to ask that too so do you do, does she know of your accomplishments from the past not all of them but yeah you like she knows that like i've shown her a couple of our music videos and i haven't played her a lot of our music but she knows that we made music and that currently I'm making music, you know, and she'll even sit down with me. She's like, can we make a beat? Let's make a beat. Oh, Dad. yeah, that's right. So she'll, you know, I'm trying to teach her a little bit. But that's awesome. And she knows I've done voiceover work and, and you know, I've shown her some commercials or video games I've been on, stuff like that. Oh, so sure. it minor, minorly. Yeah. I'm not trying to, you know, be like, look what I did. And da, 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 you know, but yeah. she's aware of because I've um, 
I've thought about that quite often. I mean, I, I played a few tracks and let them know, like, hey, you know, like Jake and I did this and we've done all this music. And of course, they don't know about Cal Reese. They do, sort of, but. Um, right, you can't reveal too much. I know, right? So, but still, like, um, like I almost like, it's funny because it's the same thing that happened to me, my dad and I. Like, I knew he was a musician. I knew he was with all these bands, but never really got a chance to like hear the albums. Like I, I he had a few with my my uh, god my godfather Lee, mm-hmm. uh, rest in peace, Lee him. Williams. And is that how you got your middle name? Yeah, that's Lee. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, like I've heard a few tracks, and I'm like, yeah, this is dope. But like he was like with the Temptations, with the Whispers, like he toured around the world, and that never really got a chance to like get to know that part of him because he was gone. You know, when I was young during that time, we talked briefly about it, but not in depth. You know, and there were some things that popped up after he died, like, oh, okay, you little hustler, okay, little Casanova, like other girls are popping up, like I've never met you. But uh, which was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious during that moment. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, okay, I, I see what you're doing. But yeah. um, I sometimes regret it. Like, um, because now my my son is 13 and, and Aria is seven. And um, I, there's times like Keelan knows, but Aria doesn't really know. Because uh, I play them, but she was young during that time. And now my time is very valuable, valuable with them now. Mm-hmm. When I'm like with them, like I want to be with them every second and like it's soak it all in. But it, it's weird because I have a feeling they're going to discover it later on yeah, their own. Probably. You know, like um, the cool thing is that it, it is floating in space forever now at this point, unless yeah. we have a complete, you know, technological meltdown. Or yeah. Something. But you're going to be there for them to listen to. It might be something that they. They yeah. search and discover when you're not here anymore. Yeah. And they're going to be able to connect with you beyond that, which is, I think, is amazing. Yeah. Um, so, all right, you did voiceovers, right? Mm-hmm. You have still done do. voiceovers. Still does, yeah. Commercials, still does. Yeah. Commercials and... How did you get into doing voiceovers, and how did you get yourself... How did you market yourself to get it going? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what thought that you can do that first? Like, what was that moment? Because I... I curious I don't, I don't know the seed of it i just know that that was something you know where i, I looked at and i was like wow that seems like that would be a really cool job mm-hmm. you know and we were using our voices for a lot of things you know so i had a voice right and uh you know i, I basically I, I went to a friend of mine who was a recording engineer mm-hmm. and, and i realized because i don't think i had done any work before that before besides uh ben at um protoscape, protoscape. He let me do back when MP3s were first a thing. I did a few of the voices for an animation yeah. he mm. for a company. He's one of the most talented. <laughs> I dudes. know. I gotta have him I on. Know. He's amazing. You absolutely should. Yeah. We. I mean, yeah. Him and Dave and everyone. There's. We. We know a lot of really. That's why you guys started the podcast. Yes. We know a lot exactly. of really amazing, talented, beautiful people. Anyways, I did the voices for the thing, and maybe that's when I realized, like, oh, I could kind of do this. And then I we had already been running our own business with the music, you know, for since like 95 when we realized like, all right, look, no one's going to put you on. If you're always that dude that's like, oh, put me in your show and <laughs> like, you're not going to do much. Okay. So we were like, all right, we got to throw our own shows. We're going to put out our own records. Yeah. We're gonna do that. So we essentially started our own record company, started recording, like yeah. doing show. Like we did, 
grassroots. And, and the blueprint for us was Mystic Journeyman. Yeah. I met, I don't know if you ever heard of them, but there's yeah. Sunspot Jones, Corey, and uh, and uh, and Grouch, who's not a Mystic Journeyman. But um, yeah, those him three. And PSC, Tommy, like they, they all went to College Alameda. And I went to UC Santa Barbara, didn't like it, came back, took some classes at College Alameda. And I met them, and I saw what they were doing, and I was like, "Dude, grassroots music is so dope." Yeah, and I saw the blueprint. I was like, "Cassette tapes, yeah, pushing it, selling them on Telegraph, right? Exactly. Like really, like two short shit right, out of the exactly. trunk." And I was like, "Okay, that's what we have to do too if we're gonna get any work." So we started doing that, and then I realized the way I tie those two together with the voiceover is that I realized it is pretty much the same hustle, man. A mm -hmm. lot of these things are all related to the same hustle. Same properties. Like you need to get your, in this case, for voice voiceover, I had to get a voice demo together, mm -hmm. and then you shop yourself to the agencies. Because oh, you could be a gotcha. freelance person, but there's it's... Uh, it's harder. It's way harder. So I, I hooked up with my boy Philippe, still shout out. And nice. To Philippe. Oh, for, shit. Forever for helping me make my first demo. Dope. I, I looked into magazines, and... I kind of riffed off of what the ads were in the magazines and wrote my own commercials, wrote my own little characters, and did a minute-long reel for each one. Oh, shit. Philippe helped me add sound effects to it, made like a two-minute demo, and then I started shopping it to uh, different agencies. And again, fucking, it's all who you know, man. Like, right, right. Who knows if it would have happened for sure, but also amazing person that maybe you can have on the podcast, Todd Porter. Oh, that'd be tight. Dude. Yeah, He's Todd's a shit. He worked <laughs> in the advertising world. That's right. Damn. He helped give my demo to someone at Star's agency in San Francisco, got Stars. me their ear, and they said, yeah, yes. we could work with them. Mm. Amazing. So I got put on the roster for them, nice. and then I get a lot of auditions. So what, what was your first gig as a voiceover, Damn. if you remember? Oh, shit. Oh. Man. I mean, you did a I'm few things, I'm not exactly things, sure. Dude. I've done a, quite a lot. To this point, like, and, and granted, I only get maybe 1% of the jobs that I audition for. Shut up, It's huh? so competitive. I man. bet it is. It's so competitive. But just to be in the game is awesome. Like, getting to be in my draws at home and do an audition right. and send it out and hope is in the air. I'm like, maybe this I'll get it. This is my creative how do you, part. How do you get in character for... A certain voiceover thing. <laughs> I, would just, it, it, I would love to be there. Some because of them are straightforward. They're commercial. You know, I think I excel more at the character stuff. Because you know? you're a character. You can throw on a character. And We've been like, doing voices and clowning for yeah, so many years right. and just acting a fool so that it translates. Um, it just, you know, it's like you got to get the script. You look at it. You, I don't know. I probably I would get more than 1% if I was really good at it. <laughs> but like... <laughs> You have to soak it up and say, what is this client looking for? Yeah. And try to do it, you know. And what the funniest thing, and it's funny because our, our boy, Simon, boy Simon says the same thing. Um, shout out Bill Morris because he said he wanted me to mention his name on this. <laughs> um, our uh, boy Simon, he said uh, he's, he's a fairly famous actor. Go see Red Rocket. Yeah. It's coming out. Sean Baker. Uh, the 22nd? Dirt Nasty. No, no, it comes out. It's already out. I think the tenth or something. I like thought that. it came out the fourth. Sure. Yeah, there was different ones. Anyways, he huh. he said basically he got more of the jobs where he didn't give a fuck when he went into the audition, and I found that too. The ones that I take less takes with when I audition at home, I get a higher percentage of them because I'm not putting too much uh, thought into. Really? It. And I think that is you can scrutinize yourself too much to the point where it loses its. Yeah. Its the magic. Like, magic. Yeah. So you pretty much thinking like. Interesting. Josh is bigger. 
than this, than that gig. Wait, you know, who? You're you, you're bigger than whatever. Did you say you Josh? My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but That's you're so big. funny. Why do people always call me Josh, though? It's, really? It stays in the Bible, at least. So good. But, you, you, but you're bigger <laughs> than... Jacob, my bad, <laughs> my good. bad. You're bigger than the audition. Right? Like, that's the mindset you got to do. Oh, you're not Ken. Yeah, my bad. Like, you're just, I think... I think you know, it's fine. It's, I'm crying inside. <laughs> um, I, I think the ones where I give less thought to it and I do it, I'm more relaxed. Mm -hmm. It's like... It's even like... One, like, you know, I noticed that when we would record when you're pushing your voice too much it's like you're not in the pocket of who you are so it's like if you just relax and talk you're more because every audition says quote non-commercial sounding did it like they want a real voice yeah even though it's so that's fake, hard they're selling you things and it always sounds fake as fuck right but they always want not commercial yeah did it, but come can on. you make your voice right. a little bit more urban right right uh. <laughs> stand over here for a bit now bug your eyes out <laughs> Shout I out can't do this. Far side. I can't do this. That's I hard, can't do man. this anymore. Yeah, but it's it, it, here's the cool thing about it. I get one percent of the jobs I audition for. Mm -hmm. If I got two percent, I would not have to have any other job. Wow, they the, pay the that money, well. The money is that good. Wow. And you get if it's a real good job, you get checks that keep coming. So it's like I've had some really good jobs where it paid for my whole year. Damn. And I kept getting chocks, checks because they kept on uh, renewing it and buying, you know. So um, it's the best job. I try to study it and I try to do better, but inevitably or, you know, ultimately it's uh, it's one of those gigs where it's like you depend on someone else approving of you. Mm -hmm. So it's out of your hands. I do as much as I can. And it's if it's me, it's me. Yeah. Sometimes right. I get jobs I don't think I'm going to get. But I've, I've ended up, again, like with music, I never thought I'd do as much as I have, like, I've you done national commercials. I've done a bunch of video games. I'm on like NBA 2K 16 through 22. No My way, voice man. is all over that. Yeah. Like, doing what? I'm a voice. voice? Of, uh, I mean, like. Not like the main star, but like voices in, you know, on the court and the crowd. Yeah. Like all yeah. around, like ambiance. Yeah, yeah. In the crowd. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, in a lot of different stuff. I, so don't, I haven't even played them, so I don't know. Do they like, oh, you don't know. I haven't But that's them. pretty cool, though. But it's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. So I was in Walking you like Dead. You like cheer people? Like, yeah, get it. Duh. Different things, yeah. yeah they, they, rec they work you really hard for those ones. They make wow. you earn your money. So I'm like out there like, yeah, get the rebound, fool. Yeah, they like, hey, AI, 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 hit me, dog. You know, oh, like wow. things like that. Like all these different <laughs> things. So all those little kind of things on the yeah. court. Like, oh, he hella weak. Oh, <laughs> reject! You know, just like things like that. They have me. You want to hear another funny thing? Oh. You guys might not think this funny. Every time I, not every time, but a lot of times I go into a job I got, they'll look at me kind of sideways, like, "Oh, I'm like, what? Like, nah, nah, never mind, never mind. I mean, nah, come on, because I already know what they're gonna say. <laughs> nah, come on, just tell me." We thought you were black. Oh wow! You because <laughs> oh. when I'm auditioning, yeah. Uh, sometimes it just depends what the audition is for. But you know, it, it, we grew up in an yeah. urban setting and loving yeah. hip hop all my life. The way I talk, I'll either get like, "Are you from the East Coast?" or like over those kind of things. Oftentimes, right, right. it's happened way too many times for it not to be <laughs> coincidence <laughs> or funny. They're like, "Oh." Yeah, we thought you were black. You sounded like, oh, <laughs> not sure like, not that they're disappointed, yeah. but they're taken aback. Yeah, you know. So I'm sorry and to bother you. That's why I don't get moment. the super cracker oh. jobs, like all the commercial. Oh, ones, really? Like, like the hey, yeah, Ancestry.com is. <laughs> so that's where the one percent come from. Maybe it was the two percent. I was like, you just tell them you're black. 
Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, yeah, black inside. My dad had a lot of soul. Yeah, just like yeah, that. Yeah, totally, bro. Yeah, like, you, sure. you got a long schlong. That's decent. I've seen it. No oh. complaints. How good of friends were you two? Hey, bro. <laughs> shit. Hey, we go way back. Dude, you want to get into well, the funny shit? Well, well now that y'all back. showing each other y'all dick, I don't want to know that uh, funny shit. I think no, I showed it. I don't think so. But it was seen. I've seen your ass. It was seen. No, you've seen me. I've seen your okay. ass. Okay. You've you complimented me, okay. me before. Yeah. Okay. I got it's pictures okay. of your ass. It's adequate. Oh, my ass? Yeah. Where are we going with this shit? When we went camping. Where are we going with this? When we went camping. Oh, camping, huh? Yeah. That's where a lot of, you know, people two guys. <laughs> they come out the closet, broke which is okay. Back. Broke yeah, back. Broke yeah, back. two guys, one sleeping bag. Okay. <laughs> it's hey, so like two girls, one Between y'all. Yeah, yeah we mean, created that shit. No, we, we, I mean, dude, we're very comfortable. We're like brothers, so we've, you know, we you see things sometimes. Uh, yeah, we uh, don't, I've never been like a whipper outer. No. I'm not that proud. I'm not okay. laying the wristwatch okay. on my, you know, okay. laying it on the wrist like okay. some people. I'm not... I, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. I still got pictures of that Brazilian speedo thing. Oh, That's what I'm saying. I still got pictures, bro. So just don't I'll fuck with me. one where we do that I had you like do you a were photo like shoot. comb over like <laughs> what? No, I had uh, on my kangaroo. Not not you know, the comb forward like what? you had the I've hair. I've never done the comb yeah, forward. Yeah, you were like dog. this. Like, Hell no. I had on a kangaroo. You tripping? No, no, bro. It must have looked yeah. like a comb forward with the black. I'll show kangol. you the pictures, dude. <laughs> oh maybe. Yeah. I'll show you the pictures. I don't know, dude. We had a lot of no, fun. No, you ain't got to play it off now. Neil, you ain't got to play that shit off now. I don't hey, know what you're hey, you about. know what? I think that's part that's of our love. lore. Cause that's we, love. We've never been afraid to blur lines. We Domingo and I have always been comfortable with our sexuality. Yeah. So, yeah. I have okay. no problem Not with like, it. Not like, you know, okay. I'm... Okay. I don't need to reveal hey, anything hey, hey. like whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, it's just I, I've y'all never, got fucked up one night and y'all was like we yeah, went to parties and no, not no, even like it wasn't that. Like hey, that. I'm kidding with y'all. It's I'm never been with like, you. <laughs> nah, <laughs> man. That's cool for you hey, to buddy. fantasize. Hey, if buddy. you want, yeah, I mean, that's shit. how you like it. You I mean, she got the ones you talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, I saw it one time. It's Tell me strong, about your childhood, Neil. Mom, uh, <laughs> you don't want to start me crying. Oh, don't make don't make this an Oprah moment. Yeah, we'll do save that for another episode. I'll send we you an OnlyFans, bro, and then we'll get you on <laughs> no, roster. No, no, no. You'll be cool. good, bro. <laughs> so, yeah, like um, y'all motherfuckers crazy. No, nah, we just we, and that's part of it. We'll go to parties and wear wigs, and I don't know. We I feel like I don't know. That's one good thing. Like you and I, Ming, and I think that's why our our band and our music was successful because like he and I has such a good bond and affinity and on stage like the energy was so the um, presence yeah like we we just bounce off each other well and we have fun and, and it was great i fucking loved it man like uh that energy like there there was nothing like it i you're i'm glad you brought up sunspot jones because i just bought that book his uh his uh oh, children's book, book. Cool. yeah how come you didn't buy mine I, I need to. I need to. No, Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Corey better than yeah. me. No, yeah, dude. That's cool. No, Corey's cool. We actually never really, really, really got a chance to bond. Me neither. Yeah. I, I wish we did. I appreciate him. I respect yeah, him. Yeah, he's the fucking man. Awesome. He's super talented. Legend but um, it was just nice, like, based on the Mystic Journeyman, like, path. Like, that. He can't, they paved the way of, like, it's possible, like, mm-hmm. to, to get it done. And, like, we've done so many things. When you look back, I'm like... I have, I still have the tapes, so I, I need to transfer them, like our Hawaii trips and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and like Video the tape. shows, yeah, the shows that we did were just incredible. Like, yeah. um, there's that one that's in circulation, the eye contact one at Storyville, mm-hmm. and like um, that shit is just like it makes me cry. Like uh, the passion is that much. Like I'll feel like when you know when you hear a song and you can get goosebumps, mm-hmm. like 
there's moments when we perform or certain songs are just that powerful. We're like, oh shit, like emotion, like a lot of emotion. Was he up there on that video you showed me when you was younger, when you was rapping on stage? Was he on yeah, that stage? Yeah, yeah, that, that was Jake. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And Dave, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dennis Zen out uh, there. True. just It's throwing. a trip to see that footage, man, because it's like 20 years. Some I, of yeah. it, maybe. I, I, don't know. I don't know if it's that far back, but it's quite a while ago. But just to like, that's like our closest thing we can get to time travel, right? Like watching old video. Mm. Like you look at things and you're like, damn, that was a moment in time. Right. You see you see your face and your body and your whole, you know, you know what yeah. you've been through to that right. point and what's going to come to you. And you're like, well, it's like this little pocket you know, of, of, of uh, a moment, which, man, it's so cool to be able to see that, which you're right, D, like, I got all these videotapes, and we were texting the other day, and Domingo's like, you got to transfer that, it's going to deteriorate, like, certain stuff, mm -hmm. like, yeah. I do need to protect it somehow, because, digitize it it's somehow, it's amazing to see that stuff, and the stuff that Nick Casamatis has sent, oh to my us, god, you know, it's like yeah, all these moments, we did we a lot of shows, still need to go through all video. that stuff, how many shows do you think we did, man, go <sighs> over the years, I don't know, dude, hundreds. it's a lot, yeah, I would say yeah, hundreds, for wow. sure, hundreds. Yeah, really, huh? yeah, we yeah. did a lot, wow, we performed for, with a lot of great artists too Absolutely. big artists wow. i feel lucky we got to be a part of this pocket in time of indie hip-hop in the bay that was very golden like it was mission zion i rest in peace Zoom yeah um, how did y'all group City form rockers all that how yeah. did y'all group form who found it who got the players together how did that form psychokinetics was just mingo was, and i like yeah. we rapped together and, and mark uh, Ill yep, Media. That's right. that's right. Ill Media. So he was a, old, about five or six years older than me. I think he dated my sister yeah. at SF State. He was trying to get the third base and fourth repeatedly. So I think he probably hooked me up and gave me a beat or something like that. <laughs> and uh, so he was a really good producer, DJ. Still. Ahead of us. Still. And, um, and then we just love rapping. Like, you know, me mm -hmm. and D Newsy, our boy Dan Nguyen, he had a karaoke machine. Simon it's, Grant. It started from that. Simon Grant. We just always, like, loved freestyling. And then, uh, you know. Mark gave you a beat. Like, remember the first song that we made? No. It was like nine minutes or some shit. 100% to the pure, or was it? Uh, no, I think it was uh, lots of glue. Not lots of glue. It was those, the. Um, yeah. One of those. Um, oh no, that was the introspect. That's introspect. That one's dope. That's on introspect. Our first I remember Mark was talking about. He's I gave these guys a beat and they filled the whole song. Oh like yeah, he used to laugh at us. So yeah, and that song is still one of my favorites. I don't know why we never performed that. It's on all yeah. these songs are on you know Spotify, Apple Music, mm -hmm. all that stuff, our whole catalog. But it's a song called Introspect off Heaters in the Attic. It was originally a song from a tape that we finally got digital mm -hmm. um 95 we just, 98 we, we had a crew of people that loved rapping domingo used to be able to make tape slice beats mm -hmm. uh -huh. he was actually one of our first producers with tape slice beats uh -huh. he, he would pay play a section of a a, a break or whatever yeah. from something else we liked stop record pause record pause record and make like this instrumental Tape yeah, it actually, together. the very first time I ever performed live, <laughs> which, God damn, if I anyone out there is listening to oh, this footage, it would be, be so cool. embarrassing, but so cool. Uh, <laughs> Domingo made me a, a tape loop off of a Bill Withers Bill sample. Withers, Use me up, I think. Yeah, use me. And I got the gall, man, to perform at a Valentine's dance. And I went up there, 
and and I got on written stage. like you written like I wrote a, something out that was totally not me. I didn't know I was. I was talking about like selling weed in Oakland and like just <laughs> stupid shit. Because I, you know, you have ideas that right, you're right. like what what is rap? What should I be talking about? Not just be yourself, you know, which is gradually what we became, you know. And uh, um, got on rehearsed the hell out of it, Neil, and then got on stage and said two lines and forgot every word and just started freestyling cursing like oh shit forgot my motherfucking line but in like <laughs> and then my teacher rest in peace again senora romero avila best oh, spanish teacher ever yeah. was like no get him off stage like she needed the hook to pull me off stage because i was cursing right, for all right. these kids oh my god that was the first time i ever performed but in a nutshell <laughs> we just loved the music there was a crew of us with freestyle that eventually thinned, thin, thin. People weren't going to do it as much. They weren't, you know, and then it was Domingo and I. Yeah. And we were like, all right, let's I do guess it. It's us. And let's then we came it. up with the name Psychokinetic from a J. Rue the Damage line. Psychokinetic. And I still remember Domingo used to have dreads. And as he was like losing his hair, like at 19 or whatever, his shit was yeah. hanging by a spindle. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like helping you cut some of them off. Nice. Oh, wow. Listening to it. I was nice. like, dude, that's dope. Psychokinetics. We should use that as our name. Mind man, bending, moving right. things. It was like, yeah, that's right. the we. That's where we were heading. Like that's the pinnacle right. of like power and like mind over matter right, type right. of shit. Yeah. Like. I mean, Zion and I was all, all on that shit, yeah, too. It was absolutely. like mind over matter, sub, yeah. you know, yeah, 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 mystic yeah. journeyman, yeah. like soaring past the yeah. skies okay. and like inspiring people yeah. and right. doing powerful shit. Conscious rap. Yes. Right, but with right. like a purpose. Like we definitely like I don't I don't know how you felt with it being like. Besides, like I was saying, Neil, like just feeling like I got so much in me, I got to mm -hmm. get it out. Like, yeah. yeah, I wanted to be a dope MC and I wanted to like eat people up and freestyle right, battles right. and all that kind of stuff. Um but at the same time, like I felt like a mission for a long time. And yeah. that's why I was so feverish. I was like, ooh, I yeah. gotta help these people to like be more confident in themselves and like yeah. not have low self-esteem and not to buy into all this materialistic world that we're sold and this is your life. Like do like live a unique life and don't fall into like all this the crazy shit that right. we're yeah. saying, right? Of like this is how you live. So it, our name encompassed that, I think. And and Domingo and I just like ran with it, man. And and all of a sudden we're you know we're doing shows all over the bay shout out ren from uh storyville yeah true school shout out mr Chris brown Hanna, mr brown like we started getting traction and and doing a lot of shows around bay yeah. constantly around here but then we branched out to hawaii and colorado yeah. and nevada yeah and, and a little bit on the west la yeah la and and yeah so we did you know the the western region of Way more than I ever thought we would. Yeah. Released, you know, like, I mean, we have to have at least 100 songs or more. I don't know. Jeez. It's all out there. So if you it's look crazy. up Psychokinetics on Apple Music or Spotify, you'll yeah. see our whole catalog. And then at the same time, you and I came up with Calrissian. It was us that first. That was at the, didn't we come up with it at the uh, phone booth? I don't remember, At the bro. bar, we were all talking and stuff. We were talking Maybe. about it, yeah. I think. I, re I just remember one of those times. I'm yeah. not sure if it was the origin of Calrissian, but it was like that during that time at that corner bar right. that we would talk and right. play pool and right. like talk Maybe shit. Maybe it might have been around the same time with, with Jamie. Jamie. Doing. So we came up with this weird concept that was like all these characters uh, that, you know, basically like kind of we were kind of making fun, at least in my mind, of like commercial rap, misogynistic materialism. Right, right. So uh, this portrait of all these 
people who like <laughs> think they're the shit and are and are you know glorifying all those kind of things, but really they're all losers. Delinquents. Dudes. But this was in the early what? This was early. Early well, when we came up with the idea. Yeah, I don't think we released our first Cal Rissian album until so, 2009. Uh, yeah. But then it was Domingo and I first, Smooth Rick and Chachi Harlem. Mm-hmm. The first two songs we did were Lobby Room. Lobby and, Room. And the one with Mickey Avalon and Dirt Nasty, uh, The Falcon. Falcon. So those were the very first two songs we did. We hadn't even added all the other members yet. Um, yeah. Then we added Mikey and Jerome. Yeah. And, and then it became this whole visual thing. Mm-hmm. Like we made a. We had it characters. Was really dope. Yeah. Like had honestly, side side chicks and gotcha. stuff, and like and we, we had visuals and dancers, and in our first Shut album, the fuck up. our yeah, first bro. album was called Tales from the Velvet okay. Pocket. It was a whole, it was a story, from start to end, a yeah. complete story, but with all these songs and the music was dope. Denizen, Denizen. Dave, Kilo, Venezuela, produced Mark, it all. Like out of anything Simon, that we did, Simon, yeah, a lot. And then Dirt out nasty. of anything we did, I think that could have had like a worldwide following gotcha. it was just a matter it didn't get exposed and, and hit in the exact way the idea was amazing yeah. and our shows were pretty shows were th- they were theater pieces you gotcha. know like yeah. full performances yeah. they're really cool it was pretty and y'all dope. have no footage of it yeah yeah there's we some, do i have footage that, yeah. yeah i have footage yeah. and there's some online on youtube yeah there's some, some performances there, sure. but we did some cool shit like now i kick myself in the pants man because it's like what do you mean? Both we we essentially for our first record release uh. and for the second one, Star Magic, we created two musicals. Yeah, basically stage yeah. shows, and it's like we should have like got Marketed. a residency residency somewhere and yeah. done that thing over and over. We could have dances and dialogue and visuals, and it was cool. They were like their own little like you could sit down and watch it like you were watching a yeah you know a little musical or mm-hmm. whatever. But it was like crass and dirty and the beats were dope and it was funny i mean everything was all comedy based Pure all, comedy. All we're making fun of like certain types of right. people that are maybe in popular music yeah Part, it wasn't all just about that no but it was all really funny now would y'all say y'all before your act your your performances were before your time Oh uh, yeah, Good. people. I think that's Guaranteed. something could discover at some point. So you know? when yeah. when we started like doing a lot of shows and like a lot of people were saying, a lot of people were saying they'd never seen something <laughs> like this before. They'd never seen something like that before. It was like wow. It was like yeah, its own sure. little thing. And then I remember hearing in the cuts, like I, I gotta look this up, but I think Beastie Boys did something similar. Like they did characters. Yeah. It was like a character album. I don't even know if it's out or something like that but i heard about something like that and i was like okay they're it's starting to generate some kind of like genre it was like this pocket in time because i remember the we would go into the studio and like we would go in together and write it together Mm -hmm. like come up with the funniest lines and like it didn't matter who was doing what it was like okay we we had characters like okay this is what chachi would say this is what smooth rick would say like yeah it all we all helped each other and that was probably what made it so cohesive and amazing. Plus, we just had all these talented people. Oh my God! Doing it. I mean, dude, Fuck we had that. We had a package. Yeah. Like talent. You know, literally and figurative. Oh yeah, yeah. We all had packages. Yeah. You had the biggest. Package. I had the biggest one. Perseus. Yeah. Well, Perseus. I can't even take credit. But um. But yeah, man. I mean, but at the same time, it's like we also had to manage eight people. Yeah, it was a lot. So it's a lot. So all these different lives. Different character, personalities. Right. So it would have been hard to organize and all of us to travel. But honestly, man, I mean, still, 
that's one of the things like I'm very proud of because yeah, it could have been It was original. I mean, I th- it very <laughs> original. And I think still people out there like if you YouTube Calrissian K A L R I S S or dollar sign dollar sign I A N, there's a lot of fun stuff out there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's you know, it's the story, dude. It's like there's so many amazing artists out there that get slept on that we'll never hear the most amazing music of our lives that's out there. Yeah. Because there's just so much good stuff. It is so much good stuff. You're right. And but, it, I, but I feel like it ser- serves it pers- purpose, like even for you and I to do what we did. And I'm sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> but um, You're good. Like even I look at it like this. Oh, you know. Yeah, maybe our first goal was to try to like bl- quote blow up, right. and get signed. That was the dream, right? Yeah. But it's like, I feel like even if our music, besides fulfilling its purpose, like of how it was for us, therapy wise, and you know, just like keeping us from doing other like damaging things, like <coughs> gave us good focus and purpose for yeah. a long time, right? Right. But also, I mean, dude, we used to get a lot of like letters and and like from strangers and things like that saying like how this song affected my life thank you this and that so and and still to this day i know our music is being played in other countries and other continents and that brings me joy because it's like it's still our messages then are still relevant i think and i think even though we didn't quote blow up it's like you might have we might have it rippled but we might have helped somebody at a point in their life in ways we didn't even realize you know so i think that's pretty cool i you know i we had this conversation earlier i think this year where we were talking about stuff that was in the future like we're we're aiming really high like uh, self-awareness and like consciousness and, and, and being a good human being and like thriving and inspiring people. Mm-hmm. I remember we were having a conversation earlier and like now I get it. Like I got like, I was like, oh shit, the this is what I'm doing that? now. Yeah. Like the shit I was saying now, I'm, I'm living it now. Like right. I'm living yeah. what I was preaching this whole time. It was like, it's there. Like we, we're almost there. We're so right. close of so grasping close. this this other realm of uh, consciousness and, and high frequency. Right. And now I'm living it. Totally. It's crazy. It was like holy shit, dude. Like we were really on some shit. Like now it's on a totally different understanding of like yeah. yes, this I get it now. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I, I totally. And we were just what so young. We were so young doing that stuff and like. It's amazing, like to and oh, you were talking about that. Uh, what was that guy that reached you? Who's like in Brazil or something? Who's like looking for a tape? Remember reach, our reach, old tape? The reach around in Brazil? No, no, not that. Oh, oh, the dude with the tape. The dude with yeah. the tape. Yeah, that's right. not that, that videotape. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's not crazy. that videotape. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, someone in which I never thought anybody. We we made like a hundred tapes of two mm. different little albums we did and. I had someone from Brazil reach out to me, somehow found me and was like, hey, I'm trying to complete my my, you know, cla- golden era barrier hip hop collection. No way, huh? And it broken English, you know, Portuguese and, and, and saying like, I'm looking for your guys first tape. And I was like, what? <laughs> How did you even hear about it? And it's not like Domingo yeah. and I are huge in any matter of speaking, but. It's interesting that it made to it, our music Damn. made it to people on to different parts, and also our tape. Dude. Yeah, it's cassette. not even the best anything. There's a Terrible couple of good re- tracks. Right, like, again, quality. Way too long when you say tape, 
tape, tape. cassette tape. Wow. So wow. this this dude was like offering us money, like I'm like what you want to give me a hundred dollars for that that tape? Like, are you serious? How did you I know, and I didn't have one. I, I didn't so have dumb, one. I didn't even save one. I didn't even have one. Yeah. You called me, and I was like, dude, I don't one, have man. that. It's so stupid. Just I, know. I mean, just because you're right. You know, damn we, it, y'all oh, well. y'all excited, and you're like, I gotta save this shit. I didn't. I, gotta, th- I didn't think that didn't far think ahead that. with that. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. All the CDs I saved. Like, I even have a cool thing. It would, I want to show you one day and everyone else, but like I did save a lot of our flyers and all that mm-hmm. kind oh, of dope. stuff. So again, going back to like our kids knowing about, I figure at some point my daughter will discover, uh, you know, this little binder full of all these flyers and articles and all these cool things. And, and she'll be like, oh, wow, my dad, like, whoa, right. he did all this. You know, yeah. I probably won't try to, you know, promote myself. To totally. Her. Have y'all ever had, do y'all remember? A bad road trip that y'all had. Good <laughs> uh, question, Domingo. A, a bad road trip. A bad, just, crazy road trip. Like with things, everything just went. Just wrong. a crazy thing, like yeah. yeah. When I when we when I did the comedy, I remember we went to Jersey from Maryland to Jersey, and my boy he drove. He was like, I drive. I was like, cool. Both of his back tires somehow become flat. Oh damn. And then we do the show. We killed, right? Yeah. We killed. And then the guy says, look, the only thing I could do is pay you two, $20. Oh, shit. We got a flat tire. He had to get one of the comedians to pick us up, right? Uh-huh. And then he looked us in the eye after the show, after we killed. And he had a nice capacity for a house. Oh, gave him 10 and gave me 10 And and then we had to like act. We had to stay at some comedian's house who were just they wouldn't shut the fuck up. (laughs) They had to be on funny time the whole time. We're like we're angry because we got ten dollars a piece coming from Maryland to to Jersey. Did you have an agreement ahead of time? I know. Um, Yeah, contract because failure. Well, that one no, but. (laughs) <laughs> we did have a we, we had an agreement. He was supposed to pay us a hundred dollars each. And you only got ten, and each? we only got ten. Oh, and and that there was, was people in the house. That's like, yeah. And we, this is our third show with us with him, uh-huh. right? Because I found him on online. So the other two he paid this one, and For I was just reason. I was pissed. Oh yeah, I was pissed just because he looked us in the eye yeah. and it's like here you go. This is all I got. 10 and 10. Dude. And we got two flat tires. Oh. Yeah, and then we got to stay with these comedians oh. who who were like just starting out. Yeah. Rough. They're, they were a couple. Yeah. The girl was funnier than a boyfriend. <laughs> and he knew it, right? So it was kind of like some bitterness. Especially we're laughing at her jokes and he's like, nobody laughed at mine. Oh, dude, nothing worse than uh, like comedians competing with each other. And they're a couple. Them. They were a couple. Yeah. Oh, so it made it even Tom more. And fucking what's it made name? it more Christina. awkward. So now we gotta ask to call his dad for a double triple A for the tires. Yeah, that's that sounds shitty. So, so do y'all remember anything like that? The biggest thing I could remember so that, trip, that, that sticks to me. Colorado trip. That one was where and this is where I learned a hard lesson, man. Cause again, we were like for the most part booking all our own shows, mm-hmm. doing all the business end of it and being the artists and and uh 
we booked our flight. We had a good gig at a college that was paying for the time. It was like $2,600 or something like that, which is good money, right? right? And we were going from there to Hawaii or something. I forget. But we we only left an hour in between our connecting flights. <laughs> and so one was super late. We missed our connecting flight. We were late to late. the gig. It was canceled. So we lost out on tw- the that was the Gunnison one? That was the Gunnison yeah, one. We How long up. were y'all doing it then? That sucked. How long were we doing what? Doing this, um, doing the being in the group. Oh, oh the it was 26. No, what I'm saying yeah. at that time. Yeah, I'm not exactly we were, sure. But we were, in the, we were in the mix. But I okay. never had, you know, had never had that happen before. I was like, okay, you got to give yourself at least two to three hours in between connectors. Or yes. Right, right. But it was a big, big lesson. Shouts out that, to you, know. though, Jake. You know, I mean, you were doing a lot of the managing of that time and, like, organizing those trips, man. It takes a lot, like, a lot. lot of planning. And, like, thank you. But um, Thank you. I remember, what was Hawaii? I enjoyed it in a way. It was stressful, but I also yeah. like the outcome. things. Kinda, it's like a fun game or something. Yeah. Right. What was that? Uh, the trip to Hawaii, I think, where we were at the big oh, wave. Oh, dude! The big yes. wave and like. Let's not say names and call. Yeah, and we're at that jacked story. up hotel. Oh, it, and it was and I was sleeping on a rock dude. or something. <laughs> it was like a rock this, bed. This might be the worst one. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, this might be the worst. Be but, detailed on this one. But we were told I like this one. we were invited to perform at a film festival uh, in Hawaii. And, and it, it ended up being fruitful in a lot of yeah. ways to start out this shittily. Um, but we were told we were going to be staying in Quentin Tarantino's treehouse. What? Yeah, in Hawaii. This was going to be our, our accommodations. And we were like, ooh, yeah, we're, like, dude, we're starting to arrive a little bit. You know? Yeah. We're playing a couple shows, this, well, a few different shows, but The Wave with this dude Flash. Shout out. You'll never hear this podcast, but what's up? <laughs> what up? Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we get there. It's... I think there was a lot of run around before we even got to this terrible hotel, but it was, I got in my room, our room. I yeah. think we were sharing. We were did sharing our, Did our room. girlfriends come with us on that one? I don't think so. Was I think it, it was me, and you, and Tina? Di- uh, No. Oh, wow. I don't know. I feel like it was, but maybe not. Anyways, got in the room. It was like concrete beds with like a skinny ass pad. meat slap pad. It like. wasn't even a full size bed. No, I remember singles. my legs were hanging out on the side. <laughs> But yeah. Not only that, there was like ashtrays with like spent blunts in there. And like all, someone that was obviously right, kicking it. Right. Was kicking it there like, already. You know what it reminded me of? Tired. Like a hotel and Scarface. It was like yeah, just totally. jacked up <laughs> fucking room. <laughs> so that sucked. Stupid. And then it just got progressively worse from there for some reason. We couldn't track down the promoter that owed us money. Yeah. And like mm. da, 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 but we da. met hell of people during it, that it time. It was so fruitful in other ways. Like it started off stressful and bad. Right. But then we ended up doing some really good shows, met some super cool people. Dope people. Jonathan Hero. Yeah. Uh, Quadraphonics, Quadraphonics. Like so many good people. And then it, it those performances ended up, you know, giving us three more tours there or something gotcha. like that. We'd get called back and get put up in better oh, hotels. Totally. It was cool. It, it was, was a really best. fun time. Um, that was yeah, it. that's probably the worst that I could do. Gotcha. Because those, those bad times, right, you know, when you're going through it, it sucks, right? But when you look back on it, it's funny. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just make light of it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We did a military base. It was... Hold on, I'm gonna use the restroom. I'll be right back. We, 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 we did a military base, and the lady went to the open mics, and we were kind of like two years in the game, because comedians, you sometimes it's kind of like y'all, y'all get grouped up who y'all feel right. Yeah. Good hang with the good, mediocre hang with the mediocre, yeah. and blah 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 blah. 
And Similar she, hustles, I would imagine. Right, it is. Right, yeah. It is, man. And she was like, look, I'm from a military base in Maryland and blah, blah, blah. And it was Laurel, Maryland. And she was like, I want you, 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 you. And she picked five of us to do this military base. Y'all was going to be food there. Yeah, it's a buffet. The she was painting this shit up <laughs> like Picasso. Right. Right? And so we go there. We, we, and we, before we get on, they got a DJ. And so before we get on, we try and figure out who's going to go first. So we're, there's the buffet. And we, we're eating the buffet, right? Uh-huh. She told us it was free. So we eat. No. We, we all eat. And we're killing it. So we go there. It's free. I'm getting eight. Right. Yo, I'm, 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 I love eating. I'm going right? to bust out my Tupperware, man. Pretty much. Yeah. I have my own fork and knife <laughs> out of my pocket. So we all, a few of us kill. A few of us kill. Destroyed. She said she was going to pay us 700 each. But we're all hyped up. And this is what my dad used to say, get into writing. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. But she charges us for the food. <laughs> Did you like that? She charges. She's like she's pointing at me. Hey, you had three plates. Oh my! I was God. like, who the fuck? She knew tra- all along. She, she was. She knew. Yeah. yeah, she knew all along. One hundred dollars a plate, dude. Boys. She charged. She charged me for three plates. How the fuck? I told her. I said, wait a minute. It's a buffet, ain't it? Who charges three plates for right. a buffet? <laughs> She said, but that ain't the point. I'm da, 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 da. Wait, let me count up your, your yeah. chicken wing bones. Dude, dude, yeah. It's okay. Those are six She's like, your little fat ass <laughs> went to town. So we ain't, a lot of us didn't get the money we was promised. Of course, dude. You know? I mean, you know the classic trope. You know, it's like the shady promoter. Uh-huh. It's, it's, just, it's really it's just, shady. out, Especially when you're in the beginning. People. Yes. Absolutely. When you're in the beginning and trying to make that climb. I mean, I think we were like, Seven months in the game with Jersey, mm-hmm. with the guy with the $10. We were seven months in the game. With her, I think we was two years in the game. And still it's happening. And it's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and once we got our, because it's, you and him are a group, right? Mm-hmm. You're a group. Mm-hmm. So y'all feel four, each four other's. Four of us, actually. There were two right. DJs, too. And y'all feel each other's pain. Yes. Y'all feel each other's happiness. But when you're a comedian, yes. it's a solo bolo kind of yes, act. For sure. So when you get fucked up in the game, you're pretty much a lone a loner, you know, the lone ranger. Yep. You know, and I think that's the beautiful part about being a musician, a rapper, a singer, is when people are still booing or not fucking mm-hmm. with you, you can still get lost in your music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think comedy is the... I only tried it once in my life, man. Wow. And it was the most humbling shit I ever Stand did. Up? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I was shit. a host for a show, and uh-huh. I was like, well, I can't just be a boring host. I'm going to write six or seven jokes. I got to have some. And the crickets in that audience, mm-hmm. dude. It's I admire comedians Whoa. so much. Like, that is hard. Because like you said, too, right. you right there. You can't take yeah. any light off of you. You can't just you go, oh, I'm going to vibe. Yeah. Like, hey, I don't care. Well, I'm going to close exactly. my vibe. Like, exactly. You start doing that and tell the jokes. That actually might be kind of funny. That's <laughs> the word. You guys vibed on your old jokes and just laugh. And, dude. Or do it blindly. Like, right. you would close your eyes and yeah. you just do the <laughs> oh, joke. Yeah, that yeah. That's the worst when motherfuckers are silent. Oh, dude. Like, I'd rather get booed. Well, because right. they're at least right. saying you... <laughs> you give me some kind of response, right. motherfuckers. You That's know, what? when you... When you... And they're just looking at you, and it's always... Yo, if you do a black audience, it's always that one black chick who makes it known. 
who makes it known that she don't like your shit? <laughs> oh, the who the, makes and she's always in the front row. Ooh, you gotta have an arsenal for that, but, right? No, be because she's not saying shit. Oh, she just like giving you know the little oh, neck movement, nonverbal, 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 yeah, and hard. you can feel it. I'd oh, you take, not just feel it, you see that shit. And then when y'all as rappers, <laughs> and that same chick is with you guys, and she's in the audience doing. That neck movement, movement right. and it's like, I don't fuck with y'all. Who gives a fuck? Because everybody else is fucking with you, and you get lost. You know what the equivalent to that is, though, Neil? In, as a musician and as a you know, hip-hop artist, rapper, whatever, you get the same thing, but you got that dude or girl that's in the crowd, arms <laughs> looking at you like, shh, dude, shit is weak. Not saying a word, right. but it, and that's the thing, too. That's the one person you'll hone in on on stage, like, oh, shit. Yeah, he ain't feeling it. Like, what's going on? It's your on? job to like get it out of your head and be like, man, fuck, fuck that dude. But dude, you get that a lot. So you, I mean, yeah, no, I, I didn't get that a lot, but I heard people. <laughs> so y'all do notice that? Oh, for sure. I always wonder oh, yeah. if disapproval, just like they're. Yeah, like, I always wonder that if musicians notice those Absolutely. people. Absolutely, and you know what the other funny thing is is that <laughs> the stories like you can create in your head on stage about the person who's sitting there, arms folded, just looking at you, looking like they hate the fucking like they're mm. even born. I've talked to people like that after the show, and they're like, dude, that was amazing. Right. And I'm like, damn, like, it was wow. me judging myself mm -hmm. the whole time. Yeah. It's going like, that look is telling me this. And then I had to get it out of my head on stage, you know, like. Right. And but, keep right. going. Yeah, keep, keep going. going. Even though the, it's like the same thing that, that goes for all of us in everyday life. We make so many assumptions mm -hmm. about people. Now, granted, there was a lot of fucking bad shows. chumpy ass people. And, yeah, bad shows. and bad shows. And bad shows. Absolutely. You're Super drunk and Hawaii absolutely. and forgetting the lyrics. Yeah. Absolutely. But also, <laughs> just our perception of that kind of stuff. Like, you can't assume how someone enjoys something. Right. 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 So they don't know how they look all sour. Right. Shit, yeah. Know, like, but they're probably right. feeling and, it. And I've had people do that and be like, dude, that was dope. Like, did it. I'm like, what? Wow. why were you fucking mean mugging right. me the whole show? Yeah. I wasn't, dude. I got to take how, a shit. That's how yeah. I was feeling. Like, He's like, don't know. What, how I supposed to look? Right. Yeah. How I supposed to look? That's how I saw him in the video. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jay, yeah. and what did this do being with the psychic? Psychokinetics. Psychokinetics. Yeah. What did this do to help you with the voiceover? Like, did it give you, like, like I don't give a fuck? Like, it, did it help you out with your later stuff in life? Yeah, I think it did. I mean, just one, being a writer... Yep. Being a communicator, um, not afraid to like knowing how to record on yeah. or being projected yeah. onto a mic, mm -hmm. and I think just having confidence, confidence. to be like, well, yeah. in, in in my voice though, like right. yes, confidence overall because you know we performed in front of tens of thousands of people over the years. I'm sure, man, mic all control. added up, you know. But just yeah. like being confident in my voice, and then also you know having certain people compliment your mm. delivery or your voice, being like, oh, okay. I could apply this to something right, else that right. might like be able to be viable, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, are we? How long are we right now? We're going pretty long. Right? Yeah, it's not that, an hour and twenty. Should we stop pretty soon? We're good, man. We're I good. mean, yeah, I'm. We're starting to like. Unless you I'm just getting started. Unless oh. you getting bored, mother. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, for, I'm not. I'm playing. Yeah, can another can twenty I fart minutes. On or the so? mic? Is of course, funny? yeah, sure. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, that's Simon's department. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to talk about farts, but like Although I got a whole text thread full of my friend's farts. You guys want me to play? Him? Oh, my God. Did uh, you really? That'll be for the. Uh, Did you believe him? 
Did you believe that? Dude, shit? I'm gullible, bro. Did you believe bro. that shit? You I, I actually no, trust do, me. but no, I wouldn't We've do done my some crazy like ass that. shit. I wouldn't do my Like Jake, when it comes to farts, whoa, whoa, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He can wake somebody <laughs> from a sleep, bro. Like he's got not, powerful not broccoli, Ooh. sour broccoli, <laughs> bro. Like I'm very emotive. Dude. I, I mean, would be royalty in some African countries. True, dude. true. Like, you like, can taste, like, the, the toxic, like, the just the depth. Okay, like, so now can I tell my story about <laughs> Domingo, dude? <laughs> I got to tell this story, if you're cool with it, Nick. Of course. Okay, because I don't think this has been told. So I don't since, mind you know, it. we're saying things. Um, <laughs> so this is, I got to just tell that this is the best story. So Domingo... We would be partying together, okay. and oftentimes, man, Domingo would be like, where's Domingo? I disappear. You're, you're cool with this? Uh, of permission? course, yeah. It's totally yeah. fine. It's, it's not just, that embarrassing. It's really funny, it's actually. It's the truth. And actually, I'm going to throw some other people under the bus, but maybe I won't say their names. But so Domingo would inevitably disappear from parties, and at first would be like, damn, where'd Domingo go? What's going on? We right. don't know. We don't know. And then eventually, after searching the you know premises or the party site house or whatever, like, Oftentimes, we'd find him in the bathroom, uh -huh. pants to his ankles, sitting on the toilet. And that's how he, when he was really drunk, that's what he I would did. I have to I guess take instead a shit. Of, instead of throwing up, throwing you'd up. have to uh, defecate. I'd blow it up. Right. So that was Domingo's thing, right? Okay. Like, okay, if we if we lose Mingo, that's where, that's where he's at. Is. He's, he's partied a little too much. He's probably on the toilet. You got to say the names, dude. You got to say the I already know where you're going okay, with this. Because this, this is pretty epic. This is the best. So one time... <laughs> We were, okay. at, we were at a house party in Alameda. Chris Mays. Chris Mays. And, uh, <laughs> I'm saying shout names, out too. Chris Mays. And, um, <laughs> he was having a house party. It was a lot Dude, of people. There was, tons the of, there was tons of people there. He always had people over his house. So same thing happens in a party, right, Neil? Okay. Domingo disappears. I'm like, oh, man, where's Mingo? Okay, so I go check the bathroom. First thing, oh, he's not in there. He's not passed out in the bathroom. Huh, what's up? So I start looking around the house. And... <laughs> I open the front door. It's this big, big old tall wooden door, as I recall. And I look outside, and there on the porch to the right of me, well, I get back to the mic. There on the porch to the right of me is Domingo on the ground. In the corner, because it was like a corner uh, of a porch. You have a porch. In the dark. His pants are down to his ankles, just like, you know, his, his <laughs> MO. Right. But now there's an added bonus to this because. There's a huge coil of shit, his own shit, next to him. Oh, and sure. he had passed out oh. taking his shit on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> this gets better. Oh, it gets it better. Gets better so me being the good friend that I am, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to get everyone to see this. So I close the door. I go back to the party. You guys, trust <laughs> me. Just follow me right now. You got to see right, this right. shit, right? You got to see this yeah, shit. Yeah, because I'm a sensitive guy. <laughs> And uh, so I take the lead. I run back to the front door. I'm ready to open the, the canvas, dude, for everyone to look at this yeah. hilarious moment. And within the 68 seconds that I was gone yeah. to go get everyone to watch the show, I come back and I open the door. And there's my other good friend. Call it. <laughs> Can I say Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. I don't even say his last name. Well, you did. My friend Kyle, it doesn't matter. His dad's yeah. not mayor anymore. Oh, yeah. My our friend Kyle and this other dude. I'm not gonna who say his it? name. I'm not even gonna say it because it doesn't okay. matter. Because it's okay. better if yeah, I. Yeah, you don't need to say no more. This, okay. this other dude who 
might be a cool guy. I didn't know him that well, but he was kind of known as in town as a bit of like a thug, like you know, like a little punkish. Like he I would remember start who it fights was. with people. Like, yeah, wasn't part of our crew. Okay. At he all. just came in. He shouldn't have been at the party. He rolled through to the party, and I can only imagine what might have happened. It stuff this, but open the door. There's my boy Kyle. Looks up deer in the headlights. This other dude looks up deer in the headlights. They're fighting. They're entangled on the porch, fighting. They were wrestling, doing something. They were brawling. But I open the door and they look up and I look at them and they have human shit all Ooh. over them. <laughs> Dude. So they had got into it on the porch, didn't wow. realize Domingo was there, started farting, started rolling in yeah. his shit and had it all yeah, over his body. Everybody. I don't know how that night ended. And still Domingo's in the corner, passed out passed in, the pra- out. in prayer position. Yeah. You were always praying. I was did in I a happy place. I was in he my was happy place. I was in my happy place, bro. <laughs> Oh, leave, like, leave me alone, bro. This was in the nineties, two thousands. This was in the late nineties. Damn. Yeah. Look at shit like stuff like that. <laughs> you wish you could get on tape, man. No, no, in my, no. In my mind's eye. No, thank no. God we didn't I would have been the shit boy. Shit no, no, no. You would have been the shit boy. They would have been because it's, I would have been famous. <laughs> they would have been like, how the hell you didn't notice the shit? Like, right. Like if it was what? filmed, it would have been YouTube. Man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I would have been, been the shitty prayer boy. You would have been a star without even knowing. Not because you shit it. Because nobody knows that it, that's yours. Star. My kids would have known I was the shitty player. No, boy. it wouldn't make it because you know what it was? You'd have been the star because you're sleeping still doing a fight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've been the star. They wouldn't even say you was a shitty boy. You because they would have just still like this prayer position passed out. You would have been that dude. Smeared shit ball. People would have okay. been focusing on. There's a fight. They got shit on them, and this dude still asleep. <laughs> yeah. Passed out. Passed out. You it wouldn't have been, been shitty boy. I'm not entertained by your fight. Maybe your ass sticking so out. So what happened? So that was it. That I don't was know the if you knew. And then they squashed it. Oh, go. So I don't know if you knew. Like, uh, I knew it was coming. I was like, fuck, dude. I got to take shit. So I went to the bathroom, to the door, and it was locked. <laughs> now I was knocking, like, frantically. I was like, dude, I got to go. Like, I was waiting for about five minutes or somebody. I was starting a prairie dog and like it was starting a turtle kiss and I was like I gotta go I gotta go I gotta oh, get dude, out get out get crazy. out and sh- nobody would answer and I was like fuck I gotta go because it was like I ran towards <laughs> yeah. the front Josh and uh, they were fighting like those two dudes were fighting and then I was like where else am I gonna go I'm going in that corner right now I gotta go it was go. a dark little nook I could yeah see where and I was like I gotta like go dude so I just went and then I passed out. And then he out. passed out. And I it was just out. fucking. You know how the shit emoji looks? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Domingo designed that. It was a swirl. It was a swirly coil <laughs> with a, a, a frosty tip. Dude. I'm not. <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> I'm not really worried about him shitting, right? Like, that's a story. That's On like, my boy's that's porch. A, but that's a, that's a, like, a layer. But how the fuck, like, when those two fought, they didn't notice no, your No, it was end. dark. It was dark. Oh, it was really dark. Porch. It was and really dark. And here's what I okay. imagine happened. I bet you Kyle was up there, and Kyle talked a lot of shit yeah. dude, and whatever, but I imagine like maybe other dude wanted to come in the party. Maybe and he did, Kyle yeah. popped off at him. He tried Can't to stop him. Can't come in this party. He started wrestling, rolled through the Dukes with oh. fucking hazard <laughs> shit ball, dude, and I just got to open it. I forever have that in my... Damn, you got to. Right? The Can look of their of faces, yeah, like so the good. shitty... And the shitty grins. That's nasty. That so, wasn't the only one, though. No, like, there was other. There times. was other times. Like what? What was the best? Where one? I would That's end up. One. Yeah, that was the best right, one. Second best one. That's the second you best talk one. About shit I guess so. Why? Why not? Fuck it. The second one, I think, was the glorious one. 
the second glorious <laughs> one. We went to Lake Nascimento. I don't know if I was there. I don't think you were there. But Dan was there. Grant was there. Uh, Dave was there. Um, Nguyen. Um, when? When? We've been mispronouncing his name I know. our whole lives. So when? Told us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we went. It's like a lake party, you know, lake yeah, lake adventures. So before. you take the take the boat out to the to the narrows, right? Mm-hmm. It was called. Mm-hmm. Everybody yeah, would tie their right. boats together, okay. and it was fucking girls gone wild, and people would get fucked up, and you know, it was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. And so, I don't think I ate. I don't think I ate anything during that day. But we went out like in the afternoon. Tied the boats. I started drinking like vodka, crans, and I was getting loose, yeah. dude. Okay. Like, quick, yeah. loose, quick. And it got to the point where I didn't remember a lot of stuff, but I remember when we were heading back. It was like three, four o'clock or something like that. Okay. On a boat because my boat left, and like I ended up like sharing a boat with somebody. And <laughs> I remember I was so fucked up. I had to just put my head down. And there was girls and guys on this boat, you know, like, but I had to, I had to lay down, like, because uh, of the, the waves and stuff. Oh, girl, yeah, I ended yeah. up laying down on this guy's lap. <laughs> like, I was like, dude, I'm about to get sick. Like, and he's oh. like, hey, dude, just lay down on my, on my lap. Oh, yeah, I remember that, <laughs> wow. So I remember, like, just seeing the spins and, dude, and I was like, oh, man, dude, I'm not going to make it. dreams about eating hella hot dogs and stuff? I don't know. My, my mouth was sore. <laughs> wow. So I got there. So I so we got to the to okay. the other side. Okay. <laughs> so we got to the other side. Wait, wait, wait. Were you missing teeth? No, no, my teeth were there. You okay. know, I just had. He wasn't this, aggressive then. He was it was like I, I just brushed my teeth and I missed the spot on the side yeah, of my no cheek. Mustache. So okay. we get there. I'm like, cool. We well, at least we got there. I'm seeing still seeing the spins. And so we get there. I end up recovering, like recovering, but I ended up drinking again later mm-hmm. on. Of and course, like, you're making smart decisions. Yeah, like totally terrible. And um, there's some other shit that happened. I probably shouldn't mention. But anyway, Don't. Uh, <laughs> I end up disappearing again because I'm just way <laughs> fucked up. And the sun went down. And like, I remember hearing in the background because I, I dipped somewhere. Obviously, you know where I went. And so I dipped. To church to pray. Yep, and I ended up like taking a shit, but I ended up seeing, still seeing the spins, and so I get up and I'm like, dude, I gotta, I gotta take a, I gotta nap. So interesting I, that you don't feel like you have to vomit, and there's probably a. I can't. No, I, I force myself not to. I just for some reason I can't vomit. The other way. Like I feel like I can't do it. I can't. It's like I don't know some kind of weird block in me. But right. anyway, I ended up dipping out and like into the room right and so i hear in the background like because i'm still kind of there and kind of not there where's mingo dude i know where he's at let's go look for him right now so you hear the rustling in the back and i think it was bill like found me bill morris he's, yeah shout out bill morris again. <laughs> he's like dude you gotta see you gotta see mingo come upstairs come up. i'm like bro leave me alone and i'm naked in a praying position, like you know how the kids like pray on the side of the bed. Yeah, I'm in that position, <laughs> naked. He naked. would always be in that position, Neil. It's so That's funny. Crazy. He would just end up praying. What were you saying? Like, oh please, I promise please. I'll never <laughs> drink again. Just give me a, That's one of those awesome. things. But he would always be in a prayer position. So finish, sorry. Yeah. So I remember all you guys were like laughing at me. I didn't give a fuck. Like yeah, I was like I was in my zone. I was like, oh, it's okay. Please let me come out of this alive. <laughs> 
and then uh, I ended up waking up later, like at three o'clock in the morning, and partying with you guys. Dude, it was we good had times. so much fun. That's bad. We got a lot of good friends, man. We're lucky. Not that that uh, you know story like tells you why we have good friends, but we. Do. <laughs> no, man. We're lucky, man. man. Those times, you, know, you can't, you can't get those times back, and you just all you just keep that shit in your heart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's up. Echoes I, through the cosmos. <laughs> I see right here, and I hate this is a bad transition, and I couldn't think of them, but. Hmm. You had, he says you had, you're a store owner. Sort of. Not a store owner. We're a well, store you run, participator. Yes. You're a curator of... Yes. Yeah. Of vintage yeah. art so and I, items. Yeah. A, another <laughs> thing during the pandemic, like, you know, we're probably all trying to figure out what to do with ourselves mm -hmm. to, like, stay sane. So uh there's a really cool store in alameda called the cat's meow antiques vintage antiques and it's a three-floor store on park street uh near the end well not really near the end but near the what store is it it's in, in between like old church ward you just look it up right? the cat's meow yeah old church ward and the old wiener snitchel the the uh the spy or the the slanted roof building anyways mm. oh yeah cat's yeah. meow man antiques so um, yeah. I always enjoyed the store. It's like traveling through time when you go in there. There's all these cool antiques and vintage stuff. It just it's really a fun store, like a curio shop. Like there's just yeah, you could walk through there and see things from history way back in history, and they're all for sale. You know, were you gonna ask them? Because I think I've been there. Have you? Oh really? No, I think, well, no, no. Hear, hear me out. Do y'all have like dildo? Like what well, I'd be for the mango <laughs> booty? Vintage. But don't, don't you have like exactly. comics and stuff sometimes in there, like books? Yes. You yes. know what? I've been in there. Oh, cool. I've been because I, I um I have a his, for ten years. I've been selling comics and oh, okay, cool. stuff like that. Nice. And so occasionally I go on the, on the web and try to find a new store I could go okay. see if yeah. they, what they have. Yeah, yeah. And I've been in there. Cool. I knew it when you said that. It's like, wait a minute. It used to be called something else, but it, uh, it's gone through different iterations and had different names. But now there's a new owner since last year. Mm -hmm. it's super like feng shui and streamlined. It's not so cluttery in like your uncle's grandma's basement or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, uh, but yeah, it's a cool. They have a lot of that cool kind of stuff, and that's why I used to go there because I like I like antiques. I like just all that kind of cool historical stuff, but also. There was someone there that sold action figures, old ones, comics, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I was I would trip out through there every once in a while, and it's quiet, and it's just like it's fun. Like you can go in there and just kind of escape for a little mm. bit. And uh, I happened to uh, be feeling extra talky that day, and I chatted a woman up in there who ended up being the owner, and and asked her like, hey, "What is this? Like, how does is this all your stuff? You know?" And we have there's 20 different vendors there. And she was like, yeah, a new one's opening up, you know? And, and I just started thinking, I was like, ah, oh, this could be cool. My wife, Nadja is an artist. She, she paints and she oh. makes cars and she makes just, she can do anything, dude. She's like really, really talented. Um, and, and we also have a friend who is the ceramics teacher, sister at sister ceramics as uh, the, the tag or the handle for that. And she's the ceramics teacher at college of Marin. She makes beautiful original, you know, pottery and all the vases and cups and bowls, just really dope stuff. Nice. And anyways, I, I, I think, you know, I was just feeling inspired that day. And I was like, oh, this would be cool. This would be something to do. Like, it's an extra little, hopefully, stream of income during a time when, because my bread and butter is events. Like, mm -hmm. we didn't even talk about that. Oh, yeah. Like, 
whatever. We'll get I'll into that. Right, right. We don't need to. This is getting long. We can, yeah. we can stop soon. But I, I, I you know, it, it stemmed from Domingo and I throwing shows, and then I eventually got enough, like, skill, I guess, to do larger scale things. Uh, and, and I did that for a long time. Pandemic, nice. there's nothing, right? Not No in-person stuff. So this was going to be another thing to put my attention towards, maybe make a little bit of money. So my wife, Nadja, does artwork, earrings, all handmade artisan stuff. Barbara does all her ceramics. And then I do vintage clothing, mm. records. I've been collecting action figures since yeah. like the early 90s. So yeah. I'm selling some of my action figures there. And also I'll go out and source things. But it's very like it's our own little style. And, and we have a little nook within that um cash of 20 vendors in mm -hmm. this place and we mm -hmm. have a place in the basement where we sell our stuff and it's been cool it's been really fun and we've made had some pretty good months you know but i really just enjoy it like it's been, a, it's been a what's your wife's name again naja 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 but the question Nadja. i have for you you said she paints yes and and sculpts and sculpts so what and dances yeah what's her style when she paints gosh i don't know uh, I mean, it's a more abstract stuff in yeah. the store right now, but she also does cool, like, watercolors. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she's just talented. She grew yeah. up in a really artistic family, and uh, and she can paint and sculpt and do all these different things. But, yeah, it's mostly abstract right now, but also landscapes and things like that. Going back to your wife, is that what helps your relationship because y'all both are artists? I don't in know, different ways, you maybe, know what I'm saying? Maybe somewhat. Yeah, I have some shit to relate to. You may di be maybe different, but we're also you know very different, which is interesting. I think that's why we were like brought together because we were like really different. Mm -hmm. I don't know. No, mm. In a lot of ways, there's, yeah. there's similar things, but yeah, I think you always want to pull someone towards you that has a quality mm -hmm. that you want for yourself, right? Beautiful. Yeah. So I could go in deeper that with my wife and I, but I'll say that for our, our therapist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Dope. Um, anyways, yeah. So yeah, so it's been cool. So yeah, we we have that. We have a spot in the basement at Cats Meow Antiques, and it's it's been fun, man. I've been like sourcing things, going to state sales. Mm -hmm. When I travel, you know, I'll try to find different cool things to put in there, and and um, it's been pretty cool. But nice. uh, yeah, we have a lot of fun stuff in there. Dope. No, you wanna wrap it Dope. Up? Yeah, yeah, man. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, dude. Thank, Thank you, you for coming nice. through. That was fun. This is a beautiful nice, day. And, like we had some good stuff, and so you're always welcome, dude. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, to come through. Like we're still building and, and creating this stuff and getting it dialed in. I mean, we're literally in the backyard. This is cool, but it though. sounds good. It's nice to be in the backyard. You hear the birds. And uh, yeah, I like it, man. It's it's really it's yeah, you know the only thing sucks. I mean, what? we don't even got to put this on, but it's just the planes. Yeah, you know, I don't mind it anymore. I don't mind it, but you know what? But when we have guests, like I said, we, ain't, we just ain't got to go in. But a lot of guests feel like when they hear that, and they're yeah. like, well, when I was little. Yeah, And exactly. they wait, they pause, yeah. till that shit pause, until it passed. Yeah. When I was little, I was raped by it. <laughs> I don't think it's that loud. It's not that bad. No, it's pretty distant. Yeah. But I we don't had, mind we it had a few people. Like with me, I don't. it doesn't bother me with him. But we had a few people who pauses, you know, and which we is had to. Hey, fuck them. <laughs> no, right? Am I right? Nah, no, especially no. Ray Moore. What's up, dog? Again? <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Nah, 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 nah. Hey, one thing before we cut off. Congratulations to you guys for getting thirty episodes, man. That's, Thank you, that's man. an accomplishment. You Thank guys you. Are stuck to it, man. It's cool, it, through man. the yeah. pandemic, I listened to one of them. It's good. Which one? I'm just kidding. I'm oh man. <laughs> no, thank you. Though, you got man. me to watch the entity, man. 
Oh shit! Oh yeah! Not, not a good children's movie, by the way. Dude, man. yeah, my, my um, seven-year-old did. I think it. Ew. Yeah, dude, traumatized. Wasn't a good idea to... I like to show like because you know, my aunt showed me horror movies, right? And, it, and some of them would have like some nudity, but that one I would have felt so guilty if I would have showed like oh, oh my god my nephews or some eleven-year you, you know seven-year-old yeah. because how they how they advertise it on Amazon was. A lady is dealing with um, um, paranormal activity. Uh, they didn't say, say like she getting fucked. Right, a lady is raped by ghosts. <laughs> yeah, repeatedly. yeah, yeah. When when it first happened, that might have sold more tickets. Yeah, actually. it would have. When it first happened, <laughs> they went in. They went in. So she literally, you know, like, they went. She was doing her hair into she, her soul. They saw her, show her coming off of work, and she parked. You know, she goes in the house. So she's doing her hair. And then she gets this jump, like she got hit. Yeah. And you're like, all right, what the fuck like, is going on? What the on? fuck? She yeah. bugging. Yeah. What the? And and then it, that music comes on. What eh, episode eh. is that? We guys talk about the entity. You see, you, can, like you need a back, or four back or reference so people yeah. go listen. To episode it. three or four. Listen to three or four to talk about the entity. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, I'm, let me look. I was so glad that I didn't, I didn't show them like little kid. Oh yeah, dude. And yeah, that movie. That is, was see, that was when like. There was just that sweet, 80s. sweet spot of 80s movies. 80s. Yeah. Slasher. Like, yeah. There's something about that vibe. I don't know because we grew up during that time, but mm-hmm. everything 80s, man, I could swim in that forever. You yeah. know, and like just the music and all that right. stuff. Like I feel so like content there, man. And I think it's partially because it just like, it still has that ability to bring, mm-hmm. draw out that initial emotion or, or sensation right. I felt. I mean, it's now just, that my neurotransmitters are completely burnt out. <laughs> but the 80s, you know, think about it. They had everything for you. Like, they had a movie like 16 Candles and what's the, the, de- the detention movie? Movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, Breakfast Club. Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. And then the music. Then you and had the horror. Then you had your horror movies, and they didn't give a fuck. And then you just had your scar face. Right. And then it, it was no it was no cancellation. They were just like, here it is. There was no PG Art. 13. No PG. Yeah, that's so, right. So oh. PG. And no NC 17. Had a lot more going mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. PG had a lot more going to it. And, and yeah. then it was R or PG or X. Yeah. yeah. Right? R was like. Real bad. Real, Real bad. PG, you would see some shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. And hear some shit. What's a blowjob? Right. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. The like, guidelines were a little bit wider. Said, I forgot what movie changed. You know, it. it's it was a so movie cool. That changed the game. I think, but it, it just—it's appreciation for our, our generation because mm-hmm. there's movies that are coming back. Like I just saw Ghostbusters. You right, know, the right, Afterlife. Right. I kind of want to see that. And it's actually really good. It was emotional, was like uh, you know, nostalgic. It's nostalgic, yeah. and it was like a nod to Egon that passed away, uh, one of the Ghostbusters. But uh, like I saw it with my friend Sophia, and it was like. It was so cool. I was like, damn, I grew up in this era, and now it's a throwback, yeah, that's and cool. it's still, the, like, magic is still there. And it's like, wow, yeah, yeah. I grew up some, in that era. Some of that magic. Like, yeah. the Terminator. But you had Terminator 1 and 2. Right. The and best. then you had 3, 4, and yeah, all that. It was just, like, that tells you how important the 80s war was, because they still doing remakes off the 80s. Yeah. They like the '80s was strong and man. '90s, absolutely. '80s and '90s, good cocaine flowing around. Yeah, <laughs> you know what they call the '80s? What? Um, the last era. Oh yeah. Of the cowboy era, like, oh, really? like, 
cowboy meaning like anything goes. Wild West. Wild, what, there you go. Wild it's West era. sensitive, man. Now you know? all this PC stuff, I'm not saying it's all bad, but it's become very like yeah. walk on eggshells yeah. with everything. Right, and, and, right, right, everything, right, right. Know, right. Like, and the crazy part is <clears throat> if these companies, these promoters, these people who have power, all you got to do is ignore it. But they gave them, they gave these people on the internet power. So now these people on the internet, it's like it's a posse. We, we expect we expect you to get rid of Jacob. You know, we expect you to get rid of Neil and Domingo because people followed that trend. It was hard. It's like, right, hey, right, right, we got to right. get rid of Johnny Depp. It's more evident, like who's you know for or against yeah. this that, and then they feel that pressure or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. It's a crazy what a time. world. Yeah. What a world. What a world. What a world. So uh, if you want to check out that episode, it's uh, number five on our podcast. Oh, do you got anything the to promote? Anything Shout you want to like to say to the people? No, just what we've been saying, man. I love, yeah. I love uh, you guys. I just met you, Neil, but there's an affinity, man. Yeah. There's a brotherhood. Um, thank Indeed. you for having me in. And uh yeah, just shouts out to all my family and friends mm -hmm. for making me what shouts I out to um to all love. the homies. Um, today is a special day. We get to see some old school oh, footage yeah, of uh, a high school, nice, um, nice. actually middle school too. I'm bringing the Lincoln Middle School Olympics uh, video oh, really? too. Yeah, <laughs> was this so, a, um, a reunion or something? Nah, oh, no. got old tapes. We're just gonna watch them. So, you too, but you too. No, 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 it's no, a couple a of couple friends of, of ours. We're going to watch nice. the Warrior game and then uh, watch these videos nice. that uh, my friend Tom, we, uh, we went to high school and we had a, t uh, a, a class called TV Media. And we used to make commercials, make shows, and it was dope. Like, you learn how to edit video and stuff. And so you guys should get a video aspect to this and make a we YouTube will. channel. Yeah, we right? will. And then you can throw up some little videos. We've been so talking about that. Yep, yeah, we're on it. We've been talking about that. But the wrap is up. Jake. I gotta say one thing. You gonna hate me for this, please. You're a cool motherfucker. Thank you, man. And and me honestly, I'm, I'm, I mean it. And and I hate and you for that. And it's good to see that Domingo, like, like since we've been doing this podcast, like I've known Domingo for six years, but strongly, I say three. You get me? You you could know somebody for a long time, but strongly, and to see the people he's his past, present. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good to see. And Jake, you, 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 great aid, yo. Thank you, you straight up, yo. Thank you, I appreciate that, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming through, Big right J. On. Yes, JBs. Thank, thank you for having me here, man. Hey, Neil, you got to get some ex some new nicknames, man. We got man. You, you know, I, you know, my <laughs> nicknames they last for like a week or two, and then they go back to Neil. <laughs> it's, but the crazy part, it's always been real deal. Real, real because, deal. Yeah, is my um this coach. In Georgia, he called me Real Deal, right? So I moved to Maryland, and they called me Real Deal. And then I moved out here, and I played poker, and, and people called me Real Deal. So I that guess sounds like that's your nickname. I man. guess you so, it. man. But yeah. I don't, you know, it is so, it's so easy it's because it rhymes, you know. Yeah, that's fine. It, it's but, whatever it was, whatever comes to you. For some reason, we, Domingo and I have a lot of nicknames. But I mean, really. No one uses that too much. You know what we didn't say, hmm. and I hear it still often is rake. 
Oh yeah, Rake. <laughs> Where's that come from? Jay, uh, you know what? Who brings it back is Nick. Nick. Always. Where well, do you get that? Bernetti. Jake the Rake. I have no idea. Jake the Rake. Rake. Yeah. Rake. Jake the Rake. But, but no, but he, it means something with him in his head. Possibly. Yeah. But that Rake part, I'm yeah. telling you, man, it you means rake something. Up, you rake up game, bro. <laughs> yeah. You yes, rake him up. Whatever it is, but yes. Your your new Jake nickname is gonna be Neil Fishburn. <laughs> Why is that? Because you you got the the Lawrence Fishburne gap. <laughs> Okay. I mean, Tony, you're See, now you're starting to collect them. Yeah. Start See, I, get, yeah. I get you. What did I call you in our first show? I'll call you Neil Singletary. No. Neil Singletary. <laughs> you know, what did, what did I call you in our first show? Tony oh. Dungy. Oh, yeah. You Tony, Tony like Dungy. Tony Dungy. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about You that. look like Tony Dungy. Yeah, and, yeah. and the dude from The Mask, the sheriff, had a baby. <laughs> You remember that movie? With, it was called The Mask. Oh, The Mask. Oh, Rocky, oh Elephant. Rocky Dennis. Yeah, yeah. wow. That's, I call it we didn't get into that. We talked about this. Yeah. That's why I have so many of you. Anyways, I got to take a piss. Thanks for having me. Peace and love to everybody. Get the deep area vibe. Get the deep area vibe.